Hey, you United Kingdomonians. You blokes and blokettes. This is Rory. And Maul. And we are coming to London's Earth Theater November 5th, Rory. Yes, first time across the pond for me. I'm excited. Uh, yes, I'm excited too. For, not first time across the pond. First time going across the pond and people were actually waiting to see me. Yes, first time with a work visa. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will be at the Earth Theater November 5th in London. Looking forward to it. Hope to see you all soon. Get your tickets now. If not, it's going to be a fucking piss fest when we get there. We're going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no worry, Anyway, rolling, pockets bulging, arms wide open. Niggas can't hold them, keep it in motion. Love them, my closest ones who love me at my lowest. Gangsta shit in my tank deck, running it back. Really, this shit is a marathon, but we ain't running no track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been avoiding the noise, hopping the toys, moving poise, none is forced. Mixing the formula, wedding in Florida, we in domestic, and we be formed up, and we be formed up. Like Love that record, Rory. That's Tony Fontana, three hit boy in currency. I like that record. Um, welcome to a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm Rory. We are back, bro. How Good morning, looking? afternoon, nighttime. Wherever you may be Ooh. in the world. Mid-afternoon, you're maybe 3, 3 a.m. You're 3% Jewish, so L'chaim. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. And Shalom. We are back. So attacked lately. Uh, feeling better this um, week. Kind of got over my uh, slight head cold that I had. Mm. So I'm back. I'm about 90%. Yeah, I, I, I was, get back in the game. I was shocked to see you in Ludlow House. Yeah, okay, I went, well, I went out because I did tell Joyce that um I would come out and 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 the you know talented support. Joyce Rice. Shout out to Joyce Rice. The project is really really dope. Mm. I'm listening to it all weekend. Um, so yeah, I went out to support and and show love for her and uh, and her project. Um, it's important that we support people that we 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 like and talented people that are independent at that. So right, uh, Ludlow House was cool. That we, was. We had a very curb moment, I think, before Ludlow House, because you and I, we recorded on what, th- Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Thursday night, Maul and I went with Joyce uh, to an event. I won't even say the artist, because I think we should make some type of, of sketch around this. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you ever try to industry right, but not industry rude? Right. That's exactly what it was. I was trying not to industry rude. Yeah. And someone said, hey, you want to come back and meet? the person that performed who's a, who event it was. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really want to. Mm-hmm. I think she's extremely talented. I, she's super dope. She's probably one of my favorite new artists, yeah, but I didn't like at that point be like, Oh, love the performer. Like, what am I going to say to you? Yeah. There's, there's nothing really, Oh, let's get on the show. Like, and I just know how it is. Once you, as soon as you get off stage, it's kind of like, you yeah. want to just kick it with people. Like, you at all. just and chill, then, do your thing. So we go, we go back there and we get put in the hallway outside of the green room, which I also hate because one green rooms are too small. And mm-hmm. I hate being like me and Maul just come in like, Hey, <laughs> Standing there, got to have conversations with everybody. So then she's not ready yet, just like Maul had said. Once you, once you get off stage, yeah, male or female, you just need a second. You need to just, it's a lot. Yeah. So then we have that awkward sit in the hallway bullshit where it kind of looks like Maul and I are the thirst buckets that are just standing outside the green ah, room to, the get, to try to catch a look. Clamoring yeah. outside the door. Yeah. <laughs> So, but it's, but but she is dope, and it would have been dope to like you know just formally meet her and say yo you know I me mean? good luck and continue doing what you're doing that type of thing. But it was just the 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 way we were standing there. It almost seemed like like we were waiting for her, and it's like yeah, we would love to meet her, but we don't have to meet her today, right now, this second. Like you know what I mean? And then like, then you're also forced to have whoever on their team 
to relay what your intentions and energy really is at the time. Cause he's like, Oh, let me go hurry her up. Like, let me yeah. go see if she's ready. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, and then and we didn't want to do that. Then he's going to walk in and be like, yo, I got Rory and Wild here. Like they want to say what's up. And then she's going to feel like, uh, okay. Like, like I, I got to hurry up and like, meanwhile, I didn't want to be back here to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was one of, it was just one of those awkward, like cool, but it's like, it, it's okay if we don't see her and say hello today. Like it's fine. Like we still support her. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, want to see her do, do well. But, um, then you were forced to do the small, all talk with the management team who who I fuck with and everything but it's like oh when was the yeah. last time we saw Dope. each other Real oh yeah cool it was dude. at yeah. that, that time yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just I don't ever want to and then you can't be like if they offered you know a nice gesture like hey you want to say what's up like so we all fan we know yeah, each other you don't want to say no you don't want to say what's up in my like, head oh, yeah. in my head I was like no yeah. I don't want to that does <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. Not because you don't want to say hello to her, and and but it's just like I, just I know, know how this goes. I like, know that scenario. Performing, you're not trying to really talk to me, people. But that was a, a little bit of a curve moment, and then Rory kind of looked at me like, "Yeah, I'm ready to." I think I'm go. gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm right behind you. I Let's get out of here." I want to do this to begin with. Yeah, but um, shout out to her. I'm not gonna say the name because I don't want her to think that you know. Yeah, we felt any type of way, but she's uh, well, we'll eventually I'm sure we'll we'll meet her and we'll get down we'll sit down and love, kick with her. Love to do an episode with her and, yeah. and that whole team. And I I like that with the new artists on that label, they they still uh keep some alleged gang members <laughs> around, keep them in tow. <laughs> got to keep a gang member. She in doesn't tow. even make that type of music. I'm like, why are there bounty hunters here? Yeah, but you you got to keep the gang members in tow. You never know when you got to do gang shit. You know what I mean? Gang shit I just pops off. I don't want to be around any gang. Shit. No, I, I I feel you, but sometimes gang shit pops off. So it's good to have some gang gangsters mm. around you. Yeah, I, but I, uh, we did I, that. that. We went out uh, with Joyce, and then uh, I met I met the the, the team at Ludlow House. Uh, Julian, uh, home. Uh, his, his his home, second home. Yeah, um, we was there. For, I was there for like maybe what forty five minutes, maybe. It was quick. Yeah. I just remember Maul not wanting to walk through the crowd to say hi to Joyce, so I just had to walk him around. Yeah, because she was kind of like, you know, and it was, I guess, like a little stage area, mm-hmm. and it was like, I don't want to walk through everybody standing right there in the front. And then Julian was like, nah, it's a side door. You can go around. I was like, oh, great. Let's yeah, do it. Better. Yeah. Side door. Said hello to Joyce, her team. Um, and told her, like, I really, I really do like the project, though. Really do like her EPs. Really, really good. So shout out to Joyce Rice, man. How, how long did you guys stay at Ludlow? Because well, I, 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 left, I, I left right after you left. Oh wow! And me okay. and Julian walked back to where we were standing by the bar, and they said, "Yo, Rory just left." I told Julian, "Yo, peace, I'm out." And I so, left maybe 10, 15 minutes after Maul left. Yeah, so I was a real quick forty, maybe forty minutes was in there. I had a swollen hand. I had been hanging out with Eden before. Like it was, it was my time to go. Yeah, I love Joyce, but it was, it was time to go home. So Alex, Alex was there. Shout out to Alex, WTF yes. Studios. Yes, my guy. He he did what uh what you vegans do. Anytime someone he's like, not vegan, but okay. <laughs> anytime someone's like, "Oh, you know, taking taking the month off alcohol," and then goes to a place where you drink alcohol, it's like, "Leave me alone, Alex. Yeah. I love you to death. Don't tell me about sober October, no, but, but, pussy." But, but he, he, said, he said he <laughs> I feels love Alex great. Too. Yeah, he said he feels great. Um, but it's definitely kind of challenging, like not drinking, especially if you go out and you're being social. And I, I respect. And we talked about do, how do the cleanse, the, the discipline. I love all that, but it's just I know down to the curb shit when you get put in situations. Yeah. What else is he supposed to do sober in a room that is open bar, meant for alcohol to be consumed? And that's exactly right. like, what we talked. Yeah, about. Yeah, man. You know, just just. Just not drunk anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did that to me. He asked me what I wanted to drink, and I was like, "Oh, word!" And then he, I was like, "I would like uh, tequila soda." And then he goes, "One tequila soda, one club soda." Yeah, I was like, "Club and what?" Yeah, he was like, "I'm not drinking." I was like, "Why you got? Don't offer me around if you're just if drinking you club, drink, yeah. club soda." Bro. But that's but that's the thing. Like, and we talked about how awkward it is to be out in a club or in a you know social environment and not drinking. It's like this was not this, none of this that we do socially was designed for people that are not 
drinking. Right. Like, no, it's impossible to be in a club and enjoy yourself sober. Like, that's why I'm glad you can smoke in the clubs now. Yeah. Because it's like, I got to be doing something. Like, you know what I mean? And you can't order red wine. Even though I would like to do that. Like, if I go to a club, like, bring some red bottles of red wine with the sparklers. Yeah, why not? I would or, do that. Or just, I mean, or just bring the wine. Like, like a flask with no no sparkle, no sparkle. Like just you can just bring <laughs> no, the wine and No, I'm just saying like yo, bring me a whole bunch of cabernets like with with sparklers. Nah, the sh- like when you go to those clubs that are designed for bottle service now, like that's their entire business plan. Yeah, they never have good wine because I usually try to order wine and it's like all right, I don't mind paying a little more to get something that I'd like, but you are giving me the twelve dollar bottle of wine for the same price as the Hennessy. Yeah, and it's like all right, I don't need that. I'm fine. Give me a glass. Yeah, you're not I, about to charge me eighty dollars for a twelve dollar bottle of wine. We did. That's a good idea. But then you know you realize you got the the, the fucking purple mouth all night. Oh, yeah. oh that's why you, yeah you can't do red we, social. Situation. Yeah, because we uh I remember we was on the highlight room with Sean. Shout out to Sean. And uh we we were leaving our Wally's and he was like yo I think I'm gonna take some bottles some bottles of this Camus. Yeah. We go to highlight. I was like oh I bet if you're doing that then it's lit. Mm. And then I totally forgot like I saw some pictures from you that night. Looked like I was. Eating Barney out from the back. It just was bad. <laughs> oh my God. Had the purple God. mouth. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just That's bad. funny. Yeah. How come there isn't some type of, of invention? Maybe there is. And maybe we should patent it now before this episode goes out. There needs to be some type of mouthwash that like you can use as you go with red wine. A straw. That you could like swallow. Balls. I mean, yeah, a straw. I usually just. Because water doesn't get it done. I use, I'm about to say, I usually just like swig like some water, like, like kind of like rinse my mouth with water. Mm. Yeah. Like, as I'm sipping the wine, like, you know, just drink water right behind it. Sometimes that works, but you still get a little bit of the purple mouth. It is what it is. Maybe like a Tide Pod. Okay. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, I saw Rory today in the Bronx. I mean, today. I saw Rory this weekend in the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. Rory had texted me. Yeah. I was in the crib, though, trying to, you know, just feel better. He told me he was going to be in the Bronx for a few hours getting uh, getting tatted up. Shout out to Grin, man. Grin Styles. That's my brother. How's Grin doing? Grin is doing really, really, really good. How many more sessions y'all got left? I see you got your hand tatted now. Yeah, oh, crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. You're five, turning... six, seven, eight, nine. It's never going to end. Oh, okay. You're going to get the whole end. body? Probably eventually. Okay. I don't know if I'd, I'd ever go above the, the neck. neck, per se. Pause. But yeah. I'm... My my body's not a temple. Yeah. So like I really don't <laughs> I, 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 I don't particularly I've never really respected my body. So my, tattoos is not where your I'm gonna body draw is, the line. Like, it, your body is like the two train in the eighties. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I just, oh my god. Yeah, just tat it up. Just tat yeah, it up. Listen, man. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I would do like the leg tat thing, but I'm so immature. I get I get uncomfortable when my barber is shaping me up sometimes when he's this close. I could never imagine like if I wanted to get my thighs done, like Grin would have to sit here. <laughs> yeah, like you have to spread your legs. Like. Yeah, like he would just be on my thigh. Yeah, like, I, yeah. shaving just, your thigh. That yeah. too. Yeah. Got to find a female tattoo artist for that. There you go. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, find a female tattoo. Not to take no no, no business away from Grin. I don't want to mm. seem like I'm doing that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Just find a female tattoo artist that's dope and let her do the thighs. Yeah, I'm with it. Um. You got to get tattoos at some point. I think we've talked. Ah, about that, that window's closed, man. I'm 41, man. My first tat at 41. Is, people gonna say, "Oh, he's going through a midlife crisis." You know that's what they're gonna no. say. Well, I get a tat now. Okay. Nah. Well, everyone goes through some type of midlife crisis. It <laughs> that just is depends true. on if it's a positive one or negative one. But you know, the only acceptable tattoos one in our yeah, culture man. is for me to just start dating like really young girls. That, wait, that's acceptable in our a midlife crisis? Oh yeah, that's that, you know that's acceptable. Well, it was. Uh, Kelly, he kind of ruined that for all of the. Well, he, he was going dating. A, a, a drastically different in a. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't a forty-year-old dating a twenty-five-year-old. He was, wasn't dating. a forty-year-old trying to date a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, but it was a time. We could. Do we want to talk about that? 
Because I, I R. Kelly? Not R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. But like I vividly do remember like being in high school and like older guys yep. picking up girls we, in my we school. Like, that was super yeah. regular. Yeah, like that was a like I'm like, yo, Shorty is in my class. Sixteen. Like homie is like twenty one. Yeah. And now that's not a five year difference is not still, drastic. Still, still shouldn't be still but weird. That was still weird. Like it, we talked about it before. Look at Belly, like Tommy Buns and you know what I'm saying Shorty like she was it sucking was, them off it was very regular back then nobody saw that movie was like oh he's a pedophile we just, was like yo Tommy Buns is that nigga like, like <laughs> and just because so like, it was, yo, it was little normal girl. doesn't mean it was okay no it, it was very regular for dudes that was in their 20s to come to the high school to pick chicks up yeah that's what but and no, they brag was, about it but yes. that's what I'm saying and when, teachers would hear it but that's why right. in the R. Kelly doc when they said he used to pick wait be at the high school like once he graduated like I'm like that was super like I didn't want to say it there when you're no, no, watching but, the doc, but I'm like know, yeah. bro that was regular when right. I was in high school listen man like older dudes picking up girls with the Honda hatchbacks and the BMWs I'm like that was regular shit yeah. but still nasty nonetheless and it always looked like I was hating if I would be like I mean if cause you was getting it, on the train well not that too but <laughs> like I would you know I'd be friends with those girls I'd be like well if he's dating you he must not be that mature because i was always just like oh, I, just, I like mature guys like the older guys i'm like yeah, he no. can't be that mature if, if he can't you. date women in his 20s yeah yeah it is what he's it is. dating you it was, a, it was it was a very normal thing though but uh still nasty um very nasty and and that needs to be deaded and i hope actually high schools are they have crossing guards can we just put like a, a crossing guard guards. like can we put like a hey how old are you when you pick someone up card <laughs> Like, let me see your license, sir. Like, what? <laughs> what? A crossing guard. Yeah, are you an older brother? Who are you? I think that needs to be here. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I was in the Bronx with Eden. Uh, I walked in. I think gentrification has finally, finally completed its mission. Here we go. I walked into the Bronx a brewery. factory in Hunts Point. A brewery. It was an abandoned factory. Inside was Eden in a bear costume. I think gentrification won. That's gross. That's gross. Okay. There's there's some costumes I've seen at Hunts Point. Wasn't Eden in a bear costume? It wasn't? No, it was a hooker. Oh, okay. You're comparing me to a hooker? No, I'm just saying the hookers are gone and they've been replaced with Eden in a bear costume. A bunch of fuzzies. (laughs) Gentrification won. That's what I'm saying. I saw you had a vegan, uh, vegan chopped cheese. Yeah. I did. How was it? I wasn't offended by the vegan part. I was offended they called it a chopped cheese because it was just a burger. It was a vegan cheeseburger. Oh, they didn't chop it up? No, it was a, it was a burger on a bun. I don't know why it was chopped cheese, but it was really good. I can't, I can't front. I think the onions did all the work, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give the Impossible Burger like too much credit because mm-hmm. the onions did the work. Okay. He also had empanadas. Vegan? Yeah, those no, those were no, those were regular. Okay, yeah, yeah those were actually good. Had some, we had uh, <laughs> those. <laughs> those were actually really good. Yeah, we had some great Irish whiskey. James so, did you get to see Ed and Set? No. no, I came too late. I was uh, still in the tattoo chair, but okay. But I mean, he's a man of the people. Everyone at the bar it was like, "Cheers with Eden." I was, I was Eden's. I'm Eden, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna come check you out one weekend. I got, I'm, I'm not be, gonna let you know when. I want to just like walk in and just like see you on the set. Yo, I saw, I saw a tweet um, the other day. It was, like, it went viral. I guess a while ago, but I just saw it. A dude said, um, "At my funeral, can one of y'all just wear all black and stand like in the distance with an umbrella so my family think I was doing real big <laughs> shit?" <laughs> I thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> like, imagine just because your family's gonna be like, "Yo, who was yeah, that?" Yeah, all the way that. in the back, yeah. like in of the church, like with an umbrella, just standing there, like on a sunny day. Yeah, like, yo, like, <laughs> yo he was into some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do that while Ed is DJing. I'm gonna stand all the way in the back with an umbrella. It, you know, what would be funny, like, and I, I don't want to get too far into this because we saw what happened with Alex Jones. If you could hire before, like, in your will, 
privately crisis actors for your funeral. Mm-hmm. Like do a whole play that no one knew except for you and who notified your will. Yeah. Like a whole production. That would like, be Make dope. the craziest funeral that would be dope. ever. That would be dope. And then at the end, it's just a video of me explaining what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> this comedian, this comedian has a really You're probably good wondering bit. what's going on now, yeah, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> this comedian has a great bit about uh, how Jesus was probably just a regular dude. And when all his homies went to his funeral, they were just like playing the game of who knew him better. Like, oh, you know, like <laughs> Jesus was like, you know, this one time he, you know, walked me home and I, he, I gave him uh, $3 and all of a sudden he could feed my family at 10 and someone else in the back is like, oh yeah, well, well, one time I saw Jesus walk across a river on top of that shit with oh, yeah. no shoes on. And then he goes, oh yeah. And yeah. it's just like that. And then like this legacy is built out about who Jesus was. He was just a regular dude who yeah. was just mid at carpentry. How much of that shit you think is like, that could be possible. <laughs> Oh, that, the one-up game, bro! Like that's normal as hell. <laughs> oh, if you man. get back into religion, I, there's things about religion I don't even want to find out because I really we, we already think the world is exploding. The world will go nuts if we found out certain things in religion, like how it really happened. Of course, like it really was some like he said, she said, just pass her by shit. Mm-hmm. Like no, you know he's the son of God, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like wait, what? Yeah. That's how it happened. Yeah. I had water, and then it came back, and it was red wine. No way. <laughs> Trust me, man. And if you think think about it too, like look at look at the crew we idolize. Like Jesus and the disciples had no hoes at the Last Supper. Like look look at the crew that we we thought was dope. (laughs) Yeah, that was just they was watching the game. Yeah, exactly. That was game. What game were they watching? But if I know I'm gonna die in two days, I don't know if fellas night out is where I'm going. Oh no, definitely not. We know what Rory's doing in his last 24. He's killing going on the killing spree. Yeah, but I would do my last supper. Prior to the killing, wouldn't just be a bunch of the fellas. Like, where would it be a Julon? Oh my gosh, <laughs> a Julon! I, I I'm just gonna leave that that's one alone sick. with everything yeah, that's, that's going sick. on right now. Because there's 20 entendres with that entire shit. Yeah. No, I'm not uh, eating uh, skewers at my last supper. <laughs> no, you're not, no, chicken, no satays. Gotta get this. Gotta have satays at your last supper. You know that. Uh, What's the last supper without the satays? <laughs> All right, before we uh. Get into uh, to further into the episode, Rory. I want to start with uh, an apology first and foremost. Okay. Uh, the last episode, you know, was some 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 things said that shouldn't have been said. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we never want to spew the wrong things or say the wrong things on our platform. We want to be For responsible. Sure. <clears throat> we don't want to put negative energy out there. Um, and we never want to do you know say things about people and mm-hmm. you know regret them later on. Sure. So we want to want to we want to kind of be uh you know careful of the things that we say right. and the things that. So I said some things. Put put some stuff on some people's jackets that didn't deserve it. Yeah, and I, I said some things. Uh, some things were said uh on on the show that um shouldn't have been said. So with that, I do want to apologize for my 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 role and my part and things that were said. Same. Um. So. Lauren Pisciata. Yes. We apologize. Uh, some things were said that uh, we're taking the wrong way. We're taking this disrespect. And uh, we don't want to ever seem like we're here to disrespect anybody, mm-hmm. but definitely not disrespecting women. No, absolutely not. I don't care about disrespecting some guys. And even, even if intentions aren't to be disrespectful, people could take it as disrespect. And that's not what was intended at all. So I want to apologize to Lauren for sure. Yeah. Um, I, again, wasn't fully aware of her resume and everything that she did. I, I wasn't know about the multi-million dollar legging business, how much she actually does for Kanye on a creative level. So apologies for that. Yeah. Um and yeah, that's 
Yeah, that's, that's the only all thing I'm apologizing. <laughs> that's, that's I'm not apologizing How apologies go? Yeah. So, Lauren, we apologize. I can't think of anything else I'd want to apologize for. Nothing else I want to apologize about. That was it. So, Lauren, yes, seriously, to Lauren, we apologize. We got nothing but respect for you, respect for women in general, but definitely respect for you. And but you do look good. Yes. Not apologize for that. You look goddamn good. I don't think that you were ever apologizing for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it was some, some shit going on. Uh, I saw a middle school girl stole $10,000 from her grandmother. I'm guessing she wasn't uh, black. <laughs> I'm, I'm just go ahead and put that uh, out there. I don't think this was a black girl that yeah, stole $10,000 from a right. black grandmother because we it would have been it would have ended in a homicide for sure. Well, we're, we're in a weird time now because, you know, there's like, 35 year old grandmothers now but this sounds like an old school grandma that doesn't trust yeah. banks yeah so she has 10k under the bed she has it she has it under her house dress yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she survived the great depression and would never put her money in a bank again um so a 14 year old girl is facing felony charges for grand theft after allegedly stealing more than ten thousand dollars from a grandmother's safe and handing it out to classmates at a florida middle school now the thing about this is 14 i'm guessing she's in high school mm-hmm. so she knows better I have a similar story to this, and I live to survive. I once stole six hundred dollars from my mom's <laughs> bedroom when I was I was probably like in kindergarten. I knew you were a hypocrite. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, was I was in kindergarten, and I uh, found an envelope with um some hundred dollar bills in it. I thought it was fake. Mm-hmm. Thought it was play money. I don't think up till that point I had ever even seen a hundred dollar bill. Um, so I took the I took the money to to school, and I started handing it to my classmates. <laughs> I thought it was fake money, yeah. <laughs> and one of the parents uh, told my teacher that that night, and they called my mom and said, "Yo, he bought some money to school." And my mom went in the room and checked the envelope, saw the money was gone. I'm just happy that I'm, I lived to survive I, to I, be I, here with you guys today. And it was like five hundred dollars, so th- ten thousand. I would not be here today. To, I heard to give my story, uh, I heard, my testimony. I heard they still call you Robin Hood at PS93. Yeah, oh yeah. Listen, God. man, I was trying to be, you know, I'm, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I was trying to help the Wait, community. First of all, with inflation now, 500 bucks might as well have been 10K in 1974 oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, when you did that. In the 50s. Fuck you. <laughs> in the 50s. In the prohibition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. The oppression uh, Franks at the time. Out, <laughs> n- flicking them nickels. Here you go. It was all in change. There you yeah. go, Ken. $500 dude, in change is <laughs> Uh, well, I have to ask, did did your mom maybe contact some of your classmates' parents? Like, yo, I need that back. <laughs> oh, no, they, we got it back. Like, okay. Because they, they said, it was like, yo, my daughter on my side, I forgot, I gave it to classmates. It's like, yo, he came on with a $100 bill. Like, whose money is this? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I got all the money back. <laughs> I mean, know? as a parent, though, I might reply, be like, I mean, that's... That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, you know, like, my, my, my kid was born at home. I don't like, nah, he didn't bring nothing yeah. home. I don't, I don't even know, like, it, nah, he doesn't have anything. He didn't go to school today. I look, yeah, yeah. I'm checking book bag. He didn't even go to school. He graduated already. He was I there? I don't even have kids. Yeah, he was there. No, he, he walked in the building today? I, I didn't even know that. Oh, he was, was, uh, was the rent late because of? No, no, no. We got it back the next day. The like, next day, we went back to school. All the money was there. So, you know. <laughs> what were the repercussions? Uh, oh, I got my ass beat. Mm. Yeah. Belt. Belt. That's so old school. My mom's hit me with anything that was in reach. A rock? A tennis racket, a slipper, shoe, fist, hand. Yeah. It would have been great after she smacked you if she threw the $500 in your face. (laughs) 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 To like really emasculate you. Or she slapped you with the money. I I thought it was fake. I had never seen a $100 bill at that. That was the first time I ever seen a $100 bill. I didn't Mm -hmm. think it was real money. Like I was getting kindergarten. Monopoly money. Yeah, I was in kindergarten. Occasionally hiding the house. Yeah, that you, yeah, you hide around the house sometimes. You know how you do things. (laughs) Well, because because I'm an only child, I could see me doing that but you had a twin sister did she go to school with you yes she went to school with me but so at no point were you just like hey 
found some money. Nah, I just I, <laughs> I, I took it out my book bag and I, I went to show like my classmates and because again I don't even think they saw hundred dollar bills at that point. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, so I was like, yeah, you want one here? Like. Just giving you, out. You showed the hood how to get money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, showed yeah, them the yeah. first hundred. Yeah, I, 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 I fed the streets. Got to feed the streets. You know, you got to keep the streets. Were you selected fed. with who you gave them to, or was it just like oh, everyone that walked by? Oh, I was tricking. I gave it to the cute girls first. There you yeah. go. I was tricking. I was All the right. first. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't trick now. I got my ass beat for it when I was a kid. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. So I can't get. Can't that was get the pretty lesson. Oh man, can't get pretty girls. Two money pairs no of fifty four eleven. Exactly. That was the shoe. That was the sneaker back then. Yeah. So I don't know this young girl. Um, I'm assuming that. She uh she didn't get the money back because in high school you give out 10k now they're not bringing that back. I assume this was in Florida and I haven't even seen the article. I'm yeah, just <laughs> this was definitely in Florida. I saw some some report in Florida and I didn't read it, so pardon if I'm being super insensitive. But a parent like suited up and went to a Pop Warner football practice, and I think like just. Started, started going, going hit stick on everybody. <laughs> I read it. It was a headline and I didn't want to go into it. I don't know if kids were actually injured, but I did see some father was arrested. Like he strapped up like, have you ever seen Gridiron Gang? Yes. You know when The Rock puts on the equipment to show the kid how to yeah. run through the yeah. line? Yeah. It, was, it looked like <laughs> That's that. just how I pictured it happening, that this dude just put on his old high school uniform and started truck sticking kids. Bundy style. When y'all eventually see your kids play sports and you mm-hmm. see one of them get knocked over, how y'all gonna react as parents? Uh, get up, put some salt on it. You'll be all right. Yeah. Rub I some mean, dirt on it. Yeah. I'm, I, I would assume I would feel concerned because that's my kid, but you gotta, I mean, you gotta get hit. But but if my see, kids my just, son, yeah, that's how I react. Now yeah. my daughter, oh no, I'm spraying the whole park. <laughs> <laughs> what if your kid's just trash? Well, what if, well, like, what if, everybody must die. What if die. your daughter is like Icebox from Little Giants and just... <laughs> oh, then that's right. different. Right. I'm raising a little... That's different. <laughs> Little <laughs> Did Icebox lead the charge for <laughs> Absolutely. Icebox crawled so these could run. Before there was Danica Patrick, there was Icebox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Danica, she loved yeah, before there was Britney Grinder, there was yeah. Icebox. Of she course. Was going nuts. Absolutely. Icebox was a legend. Uh, speaking that was of, before Love and Basketball too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Icebox, the Little yeah. Giants was yeah. like the early 90s. We bring sure. up Love and Basketball all the time. Do we? Yeah. yeah. Great movie. It's a classic. Movie. Classic movie. Uh, I saw something where climate activists were throwing mashed potatoes. I don't know how mashed those potatoes were. They looked like eggnog. Yeah. Um, but and they were you, throwing. You yeah. are someone that doesn't believe in climate change at all and think it's just a hoax uh, made by Al Gore. You are change. so mad. Al Gore made climate change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think climate change. Climate is a change hoax. eleven. Small. You you were quoted in Vibe magazine saying climate change <laughs> is a hoax. Y'all Al are Gore. just paying attention to the weather at the wrong time. It's, it's not real. Yo, it's hot today. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's y'all cold outside. About? It's still cold right now. Today it's cold. I talked to Siri. It's fine. Um. So they 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 threw. Uh, mashed potatoes which looked like eggnog on a $110 million Monet painting in Germany mm-hmm. and then they uh, crazy glued their palms to the wall uh, in, in protest of climate change they were saying that uh, right now as of right now scientists are saying that they won't be able to feed their families in, in the year 2050 so they're saying uh, we are so focused on art potato. and putting prices on things like this like we should focus on climate change now I don't know what Wait, Monet why? had to do with yeah, was he a big fossil fuel advocate in the 1800s yeah I don't yeah. I don't know why they're mad at Monet uh, at Claude the great Claude Monet but um, the apparently they are you know this is their way of protesting and saying we should focus on more important things instead of you know art and putting value on things like this. Let's say so you throw food. I think he passed away around the invention of cars, so he wasn't even privy to. Well, they're saying <laughs> when he died, 
they've created cars and he's the reason why we have all of this. They saw his paintings. Air pollution. Like, yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. the he's the origin. He's the start of all of this climate change shit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much trouble they're in, but I'm, I'm guessing throwing eggnog or mashed potatoes on a hundred and ten million dollar painting. Man, get the windmills to work. Between LA and Vegas, before you start ruining fine yeah, don't art, don't throw mashed potatoes on those windmills. <laughs> yeah, get them shits to spin. What would have been a better food? Say it again. What would have been a better food? Oh, you gotta throw. Uh, you gotta Tomatoes. throw some ketchup. Yeah, get some ketchup. Get some coffee. Some haggis. Well, Edna said off mic. Maybe in fact because they're oil paintings that they were trying yeah, to do. Yeah, they're oil paintings. Get it? Because it's. <laughs> no, I got it. I got right, it. You know, just want to make sure you got it. I get it. Okay, I got it. Was wag. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was. A, Want to give Ed his credit on that one? You get it. I just no, I don't. It. I just don't understand why the activists are also dressed like crossing cross guards. Yeah, crossing guards. Like what? It's you... a disguise. No, those are easy. Those I believe those are easy. So it's cool. <laughs> all right. First of all, I've seen Ocean's Twelve. Like, oh boy. you know how hard it was for them to get into steel paintings. How did these guys get mashed potatoes? Is it no food or drink to go into these museums? Well, you know they probably had. I couldn't it. even bring a water last time <laughs> I went to the MoMA. <laughs> how they get mashed potatoes? Yeah, I went a to the bucket of mashed potatoes. And yeah. those are some nasty looking mashed potatoes. Those are not because those are not mashed potatoes. That is a fucking vanilla shake. That's nutriment. The Germans are. I know nutriment when I see nutriment. Yeah. That's a nutriment. They threw nutriment on the pain. That's not mashed potatoes. This is a great tweet. I want to meet the people who are aware of Monet, but unaware of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, things. some things are just important to people, and this is their way of protesting, so whatever, but their asses is in trouble for that. They got to pay for that $110 million pain. And now you have super glue on your hand. Yeah, now yeah, your palm is fucking raw. At, at least when when Cap took a, a knee, he could get back up. Yeah, <laughs> oh that's what he should have done. He should have crazy glued his knee to the fifty yard line. <laughs> to Roger Goodell. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's slapped on the he's, back. Yo, it's just me and you now, buddy. <laughs> he'd still be there. He's, he'd still be there. <laughs> oh my! Crazy God. gluing your kneecap to the fifty yard line. <laughs> like, just look at the way people Yo. protest. I mean, like, but if you think about it, you could just maybe go to the right hash when you get around the fifty yeah, yard right, line, right? <laughs> Like you really fucked the game up. Like I can't move. Like, yo, come and on, then man, imagine throwing can't. a flag for too many men on the field, Bruh. <laughs> for the Niners. Like yo, Cap is still here. Yo, he can't move, man. The whole fucking field is gonna come up if we pull him off this fucking. 50 I just, yard I, line. I'm, I, I think av- advocates and activists and all those people are great. Protesting is great. Just sometimes I don't. Think I about, don't see the point. Sometimes. Yeah, just think about how. Not you're with protesting. Cap. Cap made sense to me. I yeah. don't know where anyone is now going to start the conversation. That a painting was ruined. Yeah, let's throw nut. Let's throw a uh, nutriment. I thought yeah. you said nut. I just don't think. <laughs> well, that's the first three letters of nutriment. But <laughs> nutriment, yes. Throw a nutriment on a painting. Well, which one cut their ear off? Show me you really care about climate change. Cut your ear off and throw it at the painting. If you really, if you really care about climate change, uh, run in the museum with Van Gogh. Uh, cut his ear off. There you go. Yeah, Van Gogh. Who cut his ear off? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> he was off the uh, bath salts. Which good. one? Which one fucked their sister? All of them. All, all of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Back then, that was normal. Are you kidding me? Well, and this looks like a brother and sister combo that was uh, protesting here. Definitely a brother sister combo. What protest stunt would you two pull if you were this passionate about one of these issues? Um, I was going to. Well, give wanna, me an issue that I'm passionate about. I, well, I was going to say we could start there. Is there anything you would even care enough about? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that female Uber drivers should be allowed to drive oh, after God. like midnight. Okay, so how would you safe. demonstrate that that should not be allowed? Um, if if I call an Uber after midnight and a woman picks me up, you sit in her lap. I would no. I would I would I would crazy glue myself to her back. Seat. 
Now I'm not leaving. Now you can't pick nobody <laughs> else up tonight. Insane Uber charge though, because she's on the yeah, clock right. the whole time. I'm not leaving. I'm saving your life. I uh, really think I really do feel like. Okay, uh, what if you mistakenly hit Uber Pool and now you're just in and out with strangers? First of all, I would never mistakenly hit Uber Pool. <laughs> you have to scroll down the Uber Pool now. I would never mistakenly hit Uber Pool. That is the sick. We don't talk. We don't shit on Uber Pool enough. That it is was, one of the. It was worth sickest, it at one point. No, it's it was never. It was worth it, it was ten. It was like a ten dollar difference at one point. Fuck that ten dollars. <laughs> I'll man. take it. Fuck that. I'll say hi to you. Just getting a, it's, it's like playing like passenger roulette. You don't know who's about to get in. The car. <laughs> it's Listen, fun. Bro. You could be picking up a, a dude that just killed like six people. <laughs> Fuck it. My but Uber's you saved ten dollars, right? Like ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> save <laughs> your life. Save when your they, kidney stones. When they was trying to get Via to pop and did that five dollars oh, anywhere. Yeah. I'd look at everything like, is that below 59th Street? I can go. See? <laughs> but that was only one person in the car, though, No, right? it, was, it was a pool. Oh, pool. yeah. See, yeah. I, that, that pool shit is crazy to me. You no, it was, it was $5 to get a, a tour of Manhattan. Yeah, like I'm... That, <laughs> you had to go everywhere. Because the, it's like, like I said, you don't know who is about to get in this car. Yeah. Now, granted, the same thing for Uber driver. Like, we just put so much trust in the app that, oh, same this thing. driver has 4.9 stars. Mm. It's all good. Like, he's great. It's just that someone's sitting next to you awkwardly and on their phone. Yeah, right it's next to you. Very very odd contact. the things that we just put so much trust into yeah. and other things we don't at all. Right. Because there's really no difference between going on an airplane and getting into a rideshare service outside of one being in the air and more expensive. Great point. As far as, really as, far point, as security actually. goes. Granted, I know there's been more incidents probably no, on planes than rideshares. Right. But the fact that like... We all we go only we only fix things once something bad happens. So He's right though, we, what, all, we all, go all go to security, security. when we get to yeah. the airport. So at least I know this person no, doesn't I'm have a weapon. It's the same thing in some regard as far as traveling with strangers around. Oh yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just next to you. Yeah. And in one we get a whole TSA thing, and the other one it's just no. But then they offer we give us them our, we give them the address. They pick <laughs> us up at our home. Yeah. <laughs> they offer us, but at least on the flight they offer us drinks. So you know, they feed us. Right. We never see nah, the pilot. Uber sometimes though. have waters. We never see the we never pilot. See the pilot. Should, the door's open when you first walk in. Bro, you I ain't going in there. You don't stick your head and be like, yo, what's up? You know, I always say what's up to the pilots when I'm walking. Every time I walk on a plane, I say hello to the pilots. Every single time. If they're if they're there, oh, some, like sometimes they're not so personable. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just it's just part of the thing. Like, say hello to the the, the flight attendant that greets you. Say hello to, and when I get off the plane, I say thank you to the pilots and mm. the and the, the flight attendant. Do you do you think that? Every time that happens, they all like talk in the galley. Like hey, the gentleman in three A has great home training. <laughs> home training. <laughs> like, oh, his home mother training? raised him right. <laughs> no, but it's, it's just kind of a courtesy thing. Like you know, this this person does have our lives in their hands. It's kind yeah. of like I at least want to look him in his eye, well, make sure he's not like foggy eyes. Here's, like, here's right, the thing. Here's the thing. This guy looks like, like he was Denzel hanging out in night. flight. Yeah, you got to kind of look him in his eye. Like I saw but, a flight, buddy. But nothing would change. And first of all, he could think all of us are assholes. He's still gonna make sure he gets there. Yeah, like if he's having a bad I say day. thank you when I get off the plane. But before. Whatever's gonna happen is gonna fucking happen. Yeah. I could be the biggest asshole no, or an say, angel, and he's still gonna want to get that fucking plane. I, I don't say thank you before we like get to our destination. Imagine that you going hey, thank you for what we didn't believe yet. <laughs> we haven't landed yet. Thank you no, for I going just, through the paperwork prior yeah, no, to. And, thank you for logging all your hours. And, yeah, and training, thinking that you're safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, somebody tweeted that like, yo, uh, airplane invention is definitely one of the sickest inventions that we use every day. It's it makes no logical sense. Like it is if, crazy. If you, you think, think about. about the entire airport experience of us arriving to the airport, giving all our prized possessions to some woman, uh, they weigh it, then they throw it on some belt, all your shit. And we just hold that equipment on the end. Then, then we get in line to make sure the only reason there's TSA is because human beings are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're okay. The planes with, aren't crazy. But we're okay People with are. the risk. Like, eh. 
yeah, I'll, we'll take, take, I'll take the risk today. Yeah. We went through an x-ray machine. Went through an x-ray machine. Um, LaGuardia's new terminal, Delta terminal, is beautiful. Yeah. I, I say every time it I is, go It's a it, super far walk, but it is pretty. It's, 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 it was worth all the You don't have to take your sneakers off. You don't have to take your fucking- Love it. It used to be a strip mall with planes. Yeah, so I'm was, happy with it. Was it was crazy. Now. That was the original Soul Plane. For real. Delta, <laughs> then, LaGuardia, the old terminal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then we get in some tube-shaped thing with mm-hmm. wings that one where one screw could have us <laughs> hit the yeah. ground in a heartbeat. Just some tube that goes 500 miles an hour that we just sit in the air in a seat. Stuck. We have so much trust. It's unbelievable. Make sure you have your seatbelt on. There's no human being with trust <laughs> issues. I, I guarantee it. Drake yeah. may make you think you have trust issues. You don't. You get on a plane. Yeah, for six hours. <laughs> Next is I love it though. We trust the person looking at our TSA shit. <laughs> right. I love it. Though. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he could be letting all kinds of shit. Nothing about TSA makes me feel safe. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's certain things that make me feel safe. Like I, I just feel like TSA is, you know, the people there are, you know, they're actually doing it a, a job. They're they're scanning your shit, and make sure there's nothing getting on this fucking getting through this terminal. That uh, isn't supposed to get through. So I do. I mean, just, I think it's still stupid that we can't get our water through. And then you offer me water once we get through. But I just, whatever. Just the trust of being on something that's transportation that in a heartbeat could turn into a missile. It's just a weird concept. <laughs> I, I was reading something that the, uh, the, 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 the founder of Gold's Gym, his flight, his uh, jet went down over the weekend in the, in oh, wow. the Caribbean, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I read that that was, um, that was uh, like some terrible... So we should, yeah, uh, the Gold's Gym owner and five others feared dead after their plane crashed off the coast of Costa Rica. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Gold's Gym owner Rainier Schaller, his family and two others are feared dead after a plane they were on apparently crashed off Costa Rica's Caribbean coast on Friday. Um, yeah, I read this. Uh, it was it was like, you know, you, anytime you hear something like this and now I think his his children might may have been on board oh, as well. That's two awful. bodies have been recovered um, from that from that wreckage. So yeah, man, that's our prayers to the to to the families of of the victims. Um, hopefully, there are some survivors. As of right now, there's uh, two bodies were recovered, um, and that was that was just you know terrible. Anytime you hear something like that, and it's a family and people involved in, in a plane crash, it's just it's uh, yeah. sad, man. Sad I'm, shit. I'm sad you brought that up because my next point was probably not be a good follow up on this one. Yeah, but I don't complain about. Well, I do sometimes. I, I try not to complain about airport fees and shit like how much airline tickets are now Mm -hmm. because back to the point of this just being a very illogical thing that we use every day Mm -hmm. the percentage of of crashes are very fucking low oh yeah and you could you could say to me look at what all the airlines make per year and it's still outrageous so they could bring them down i have to travel a lot whatever keeps these people happy yeah if this is what they need to make sure they keep checking those fucking planes yeah i'll pay it Although the, the I'm sorry, I'm a sheep. The 9/11 <laughs> security fee on every flight that you book is kind of crazy, though. Like I don't read that? the fine print. I, the, all the yeah, way down from pay, iTunes yeah. to plane That's tickets. What I'm saying, yeah. I don't even know that there's a 9/11 security fee every like, time you you you, you purchase. Uh, who gets it, Halliburton? I don't know who gets. That's what oh I'm saying. It, it's like three dollars, four dollars, whatever. But yeah. you think about everybody that's traveling every day. Oh, of course, yeah, adds up. Yeah, it's uh. Well, yeah. what are they insuring with this with this fee? You know, terrorists. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what, what they're insuring, but it is a, a 9-11 security fee at the end of uh, at your when you check out and those fees, your wait, taxes wait, hold on, hold on, and all that. Up, yeah, go, go up, go up to the top. Two dollars and fifty cent 
each right. way of a trip on the price of a plane ticket. $5.60 fee that every traveler pays when they buy a plane ticket and is meant to help finance the cost of protecting our nation's aviation system. Yeah. I thought that's what we paid TSA for already. <laughs> Wait, so because they did a shitty job, we now need to pay them more? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. $2.50 each way. It's like Our getting fault. on the train. It's like riding a train in the subway system. I take system. back everything I just said. <laughs> it's like riding take it all back. System. It's like riding a subway system in New York City. Each way. I have never felt safe. In New York? Oh, no. You're not safe on the... You're Wait, not safe I'm not paying subway. for safety. You I'm better paying have to... your own blicky on you. That's your TSA at the, I, on the MTA. Word. I'm paying just to get to my destination, not to pay to get there safely. So yeah. a lot of a lot of people didn't know that. Domestically, there are five thousand six hundred seventy flights a day on average, and with that fee total per day, there are there's a thirty one thousand seven hundred fifty two dollars being sent to. That's one way. No, that was the five sixty. Is that the is that one oh, way? Oh, five sixty. Yeah, total. total. So trip, yeah. that's there and back a day. Uh, thirty one thousand that goes to this, whatever it's called. I feel oh, like those be. numbers are off. I feel like it's more than that. Thirty-one grand a day. I know the Bush administration. For everyone when I that's see traveling, it. that's per ticket, and so no, you talking about flights? You it was per seat on the flight. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, thirty-one damn. grand. What the fuck are you talking are about, you Joe? Right? You better add some <laughs> some zeros to that. It might be three point one million per yeah, right. hour. Yeah, like it's per seat per person on each flight, not just the flight. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. And is that only domestic flights? That's just domestic. Yeah, because they, they not because then now you got to talk about crossing yeah. international lines. Then they gonna put their tax on it. Like, yeah, no, it's just just to fly around America. Anyways, got to pay attention to what you're paying for, man. Those dollars add up, and then you don't know what company this is. Just like everybody was screaming Black Lives Matter, donate money, and we found out that was a whole sham. Oh, so it is what it is. Where does Alec Baldwin rank on never reading the room list? Worst worst room read of all time list. Where's Alec Baldwin? Oof. He's uh he's fighting for top spot at this point, I think. For those that don't know, Alec Baldwin posted on his Instagram one year ago today, dot, 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 with a picture of, can you please bring your name up, um, of the director of photography that he shot and killed. Uh, her name was Helena Hutchins. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. peace to Helena Hutchins. Prayers and condolences still uh, to her family because that was a tragedy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what Alec Baldwin, is that his official account? Mm-hmm. I believe so. It is, and but but the, just what an odd thing. I like. I don't see what. No, the sicker thing is that sixty eight thousand people liked it. <laughs> that too. But that's what you got to pay attention to. I never even put likes into certain sick posts. I think some people just like it just because to, it's a post. Because yeah. it's a post. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what the the strategy here was or what the intention was. Yeah, it, but just a so very that was the weird complete, thing to do. That was oh, the complete. Uh, it was nothing else. Just one year ago today. Look at the comments. Uh, they're telling him to stay strong, uh, sending lots of love to him. Um, and then somebody said, I'm not exactly, exactly sure how to react to this post. I, neither am I. It's, it's very odd. And I feel like with, with stuff that is this delicate, maybe you should have very clear intentions on what your posts are about. Or if you're going to post this, this, this picture, trial still or this, this case still going on? No, he settled out of court. They came to a settlement. He settled, okay. he settled out of court. Um, that's what they do when they know they're they're, they're guilty. You set out of court. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I'm not. You can post a picture and say, you know, one year ago today. It has to be something following that, like you know, still, you know, praying for your family. Uh, you know, whatever we work together. You know, you were a close friend of mine. Something has to come after one year ago today, not just one year ago today. Dot dot dot. Like, and just a picture of her at a camera. Yeah, like I don't. It's a very sick. 
Yeah, he has to he has to have more to say than just one year ago today. Like that's you know, especially what happened with one year ago today. What happened one year ago today? Like this has to be more than you just saying that. So yeah, Alec Baldwin, I'm not sure what you were uh, you know, trying to get done with this post and trying to, you know, I don't know, put out into the world, but uh it's just a little odd, very odd. Read the room a little better than that. Um you're an actor, you should be able to read rooms professionally. I just feel like even if you murdered someone, even if it was by accident or whatever really happened on that set, like I just feel like your Instagram, you you you're not allowed to post. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like the person yeah. that did did the act or crime, just feel like maybe you should just sit this this Instagram day out. Yeah, that's all. Very weird, very weird. But uh, people are weird nonetheless, so um, it's it's not surprising. It's just you know every time you see weird weird shit, you just kind of gotta be like, huh. Yeah, people well, are still weird. To uh, to heighten the mood here, let's 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 get into some some good shit. And nothing heightens the mood like what, Rory? Doja Cat's titties. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I don't know, Doja. Doja look, lied look, to us. I'm I'm looking at you. She gave us empty promises. What do you mean? Well, she promised us that if her song or was it the album went number one, that she would show us her titties. I mean, she didn't say when. She did. Fi- she did keep her promise. I, I do appreciate a woman of her word. Oh, she kept her promise. Um, did she show her tits? She did. Over uh over the weekend, was this her birthday, Julian? I don't it, know. It was her birthday. For, it was something I wasn't invited to, and it's the first time I may have commented under an IG post saying With no family? invite question oh. mark. <laughs> <laughs> like no, in, no I invite had, Doge. I haven't had FOMO in a really long time, but whenever Dreezy and Doja Cat with their titties out party is happening. That would be one where I'd be like, hey, man, maybe send me the Facebook invite. I think you should leave with that. Like, yo, listen, there'll be, you know, open bar and then open titties. Open titties. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll show up for some open titties. But what was this exactly where this must have been like a a women only birthday type thing? Her 27th birthday party, uh, star studded masquerade. Well, she didn't she didn't cover the titties. Yeah. Just had to cover your eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Cover Um, your eyes. So you don't see the titties. Doja Cat suffers a wardrobe malfunction. No, her her titty. She has no shirt on. There's nothing to malfunction. (laughs) Doja Cat has never had a wardrobe malfunction. No, that's that's art. Apologize for uh, objectifying, but when someone has posts their titties, I'm gonna objectify. You look fuck. You look fucking great, Doja Cat. Titties look amazing. Her face looks amazing. I get even creepier. The nipple to titty ratio was incredible. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> I'm glad you said that though. <laughs> that, that was very oh, don't, weird. All right, come on. Don't make me seem like the weirdo that hasn't noticed a areola to titty. There's, I'm sure there's some type of formula. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A formula. And appreciate M- a good MC ratio. MC squared over pi. Yeah, you know, one of those. Appreciate yep. a good areola ratio. P- PEMDAS. There you PEMDAS. go. What, what do you find <laughs> weirder? <laughs> if it's too large or if it's too small, what's weirder? Well, if you oh have, no, I don't. I don't. I don't have like a specific preference with it, but it is something. But if you I, have small titties and big areolas, that's a little like, you know, that's like having a shower with no shower curtain. Just like, oh, who's getting in there? <laughs> like you walk in a shower, you see somebody shower, it's just like, there's no curtains. It's just like a rod. You're like, okay. Like it's functional, but it's not the preferred It's route. functional, but it's like, yeah. I do. mean, listen, yeah. man, I, as, as much as a... Uh, Stereotypically, I do like a, a proportional size there. I've enjoyed some pepperonis in my day. Who, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who really has the biggest oh, listen, I, I'm, I not not gonna, I'm not going to get up and leave. Like, I'm not that guy. No. If I see big areolas on small titties, I'm not walking out. Like, I'm not pissed off. Like, I'm just like, okay. Who likely has it's going to be that type of night tonight. The well, biggest areolas here. 
Who well, has, didn't we already mauled. have a whole discussion they, on they this? Yeah. You yeah, can't areola like shame. You yeah, a big areola. They, they said I have. Big, I look like I have big areolas. Like, oh, okay. That's funny. Well, anyways, this party looked like it, it probably yeah. was a lot of fun. Looks like a fun night. Looks like the girls had a lot of fun. Um, it's all girls in these photos. Yeah, I see Coyle Ray, Dreezy. Um, that kind of so is that a? I, I, don't, I don't know, know who that other, other other young woman is. Oh, they probably look like they had a lot of fun. So happy birthday to Doja. Um, super talented. Uh, how did, how did, away from the titty, she's just a super talented. Was artist. Justin Bieber the only? He was the, the only guy there. The only guy. Good for Justin. Look what happens when you're good like for Justin when you end up going like the full faithful marriage route. Like you get invited to these types. Yeah. Like, oh, he's oh that's just Justin. He's, he's, you know, he's, once he's you're har- married, you're harmless. Yeah, like he's not gonna he's not gonna grab no titties. Uh, I, I would probably I say most guys. women there was would other say guys in the room. Other married guys, guys are the creepiest. Look at this guy. Oh yeah, you know what he was there for. He definitely snuck through the back. He's sitting there like, how did I get in here? Oh, oh her was there. Okay. It was it was it was star studded. Star studded. Winnie. Okay. Yeah. Normani was there. Was how Normani. did how did these celebrity birthdays like Justine really Sky happen? Because I know these people aren't actually really friends. Yeah, you think they group chat? Like, like how what, they coordinate? Did the agencies put this together? Oh, you know that. <laughs> you hit WME. Like, yeah, yeah. like, no, do, like did Doja anybody. really hit everyone on DM on IG? Like, hey, my titties will be out tonight. Come through. Yeah, yeah, you know everybody pulled up. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Doja's titties was out where there. Well, if anybody got nudes of me from last night, please send because I want to post them. Oh, see, look at Doja, woman of the people. If you got nudes of me, send them to me because I want to. I want everybody to see it. Well, listen, listen, man, I, I appreciate a, a woman of integrity, and and she kept her promise. She did show us the titties after after she we did. got her to number one. She did. It was a weekend of uh, I think needed accountability and needed uh, apologies. Mm-hmm. Finally, Bono. I understand he's done a lot for the world. Yes. But there was still uh, one thing lingering around for his legacy. And he finally that? apologized for forcing his music onto our iPhones and uh, iPods. Did he? Yes. Finally, YouTube was like, yo, my yes. bad. <laughs> oh, they, see, now that makes me want to go I need, download that. I, I needed now. that apology. That was an apology I've needed. I've talked about yeah. it in therapy when they asked me, like, hey, what are you like? What are some of your I resentments? I'm like, that. well, Bono, I mean, he's forced a lot on me. Yeah. He forced that album on us. <laughs> like, man. did Bono touch you? No. He just fucking put his album on my phone. I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. Is it still on our phone? Like to this day? No, I think it, I think it's gone. Oh, I hope not. Who at Apple agreed to that too? I mean, I get it. U2 is one of the biggest bands, but it, why? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Bono's probably. I mean, he's, he said no. Go to the, the top. Bono again apologized for U2 uh, iTunes. Son. I take full responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's big of him. That is. It is. I like it's honorable. It's yeah. Honorable. But yes, I guess he was saying. Uh, did that say unsolicited? Yes. He definitely sent us a bunch of unsolicited. Yeah. Unsolicited MP3s to our iTunes. We didn't ask for that shit. We didn't ask for that. Um, but yes, thank you, you two, for that. Um, I and will Doja. never... Did Tim Cook apologize? Probably I, I think that was Steve Jobs it's era. It's pre-Tim yeah. Cook. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. This, this was okay. Steve Jobs, which I don't... Steve Jobs doesn't even really strike me as like the big U2 fan. I mean, he probably he was, was like, oh, we have to put, we have to put, put this, this on every, every yeah, phone. Every phone. Yeah. Who breached that deal? What if it was Zane Lowe? That's sick. That's sick. <laughs> if it was Zane Lowe. That's hilarious. Um, I'm glad Bono apologized for that, though. He still, I feel like he still owes us one more apology, though. I thought he was about to say one more album. I was like, Jesus no, Christ. No. I mean, listen. <laughs> no. I understand he's like you fed world out. hunger and all that shit, but I still... Well, I now forgive him since he apologized. We're, mm-hmm. we're straight on that one. Okay. I will never forgive him for saying Catorce. Uno, Catorce. <laughs> Trace, Catorce. I just, I, I'll never forgive him. Catorce. <laughs> you're an Irish rock singer. Shut the fuck up. He went from three to 14 real quick. 
Katorse? And he was counting into when the beat came in. Katorse. <laughs> and then I think he said Feliz uh, Complianos or whatever at some point in that song when it wasn't my birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, Rory, you are in. Vertigo was a sick song. He did that, not me. I'm, I mean, I make my jokes about Edin, but I would never do this as an Irishman. Um, <laughs> this is where you try the line. Another, is, is Bono Irish? I don't even know. You Uh-oh. should know. Come on. If, he, if he's Irish, you don't know that. Bono's from, yes, he is from Dublin. I, I'm sorry, what was it? Dublin. Okay, what? Where? <laughs> Dublin. Oh, where? Dublin. Okay. <laughs> why, why does your voice just keep getting lower? Yeah, Dub- Dublin. 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 <laughs> Dublin. Well, yes, we appreciate the apology. Um, I feel like music should happen. Oh, 10 year uh, anniversary, Good Kid, Mad City. Hey. Mm. Classic, classic album. Kendrick Lamar is getting better. And that's dope to say in, in, in rap and music when the artist is getting better. Because if you listen to Good Kid, Mad City and that 10 years ago already, and then listen to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Wow. <sighs> There's yeah. de- definitely some 10 years of progression for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, he's, he's getting, he's getting better. Um, and he's just, he's like a more of a complete artist now. I think Good Kid, Mad City was, we look back at that and it, you know, he was still kind of like, still kind of raw. I, I know, I know we can all in hindsight always be like, we are, Oh, I thought Kendrick was going to be the greatest rapper of all time at all moments. Mm-hmm. I did get nervous during that. Cause section 80 was, was incredible. Loved it. But then there was also that weird era where Cole was also doing it. The mixtape was great. Mm-hmm. And then they were single chasing because yeah. they had to. It was times I'm not faulting them for it. I love swimming pools. I liked it when it came out. It did scare me though. I was like, mm, Kendrick might be just trying to get into some some pop shit right now. Like he's really going there. And then I heard Good Kid, Mad City. I was like, oh, I apologize. Mm. This is one of the best rap albums I've ever heard. Definitely one of the best wow. rap albums um, from one of the best rappers, best artists that uh, we have. I saw the uh, the stream. For the show that he had it was in Paris, right? In Paris, yeah. He had the uh, stream for the Mr. Mr. Morale and the Big, Big Steppers uh, show, which uh, Rory and I went to when they, they were here in Brooklyn. And I said it then. I was like, yo, he's, you know, like Kendrick is a complete artist. Like there's no weak point in his uh, artistry bag right now. Like as far as his raps has always been elite. The music is elite. Now the live show, the tour, the visuals, everything is just at an elite level of art. And um, the live stream was, I think the, the live stream, this show might may have been even better than the, the Barclays. Yeah, show. well, they, they added in more of the Good Kid, Mad City shit because it was a 10-year anniversary yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I went to the, uh, the listening session for Good Kid, Mad City mm-hmm. in 2012 at Chunking Studios. Mm-hmm. Wow. Chung King, I remember that spot. That was, um, everybody used to do their little. Of course, there. and it, I think they did like a rotating like three sessions, and I think I missed the first one. But I was like, "Fuck it, I, I'll hang for a little bit to wait to the next one." Mm-hmm. And it was in the actual control room, not like in that open space for the people that have been to that studio. So it was extremely intimate. Uh, Pusha was in there, and everyone just at that time. It was when listening sessions had transitioned fully into parties. Mm-hmm. Like it was just open bar. No, you could never not hear a fucking thing. Everyone just shut the fuck up and listened to the entire album. It was, it was one of those like I can't believe I was there moments that I've thought about for a while because it, it was just really Looking back. interesting. Yeah, to be there. Ali was on the boards doing the shit. Like it was, 
it was just a moment that I was happy that I I could experience rather than explain more mm-hmm. or less. But mm-hmm. this to me, I don't think there's been in the last ten years an undeniable classic rap album besides Good Kid, Mad City. Undeniable. I don't think there's anyone in the last. Of course, there's some people that would say it's not, but across the board, for the most part, I think everyone agrees. Even if you're not the biggest Kendrick fan, mm-hmm. Good Kid, Mad City is a classic album. Um, it gets me. It gets put album. in the same category as the undeniable classics that we mentioned from 20 years ago. I'm with you on that. 30 years ago. I don't know if it's the last one in the last 10 years. Uh, I would have to really sit down and just think about what came out in the I'm last not saying there hasn't been great rap albums and stuff that I might think is a classic. Like nobody uh, yeah. can argue it. Uh, it's, this, it's not, it's not even like, really a, an opinion type I feel thing. like people yeah. would argue that this, is a cla- this, that this isn't a classic album, though. I don't think everybody is just hands down that Good Kid, Mad City is a classic. Like, I've, I've heard people really? say... Absolutely. Okay. I would, that would, I'd be surprised. Who? I, I've heard people say that they didn't really like... like They don't th- they like it, but classic? Hmm. I've heard people say they don't feel like it's a classic album. But I mean, it's again, it's subjective. It's all opinionated. It's whatever you, you're into. But uh, I do understand the sentiments that you're saying. Like, this is one of those albums that it's like, bro, top to bottom, yeah. this album was flawless. Production, the it's features, what, the verses, the... You know, even 10 years later, listening to certain songs, it still sounds like right now. It fits in what's going on now. It sounds like right now. Um, but that's a, a nod to, I guess, the artist that Kendrick is today. Yeah. And I think, like like you said, I think this was the start of that for him, where it was like, all right, everything is, it has to be everything across the board visually. And everything that's going on is a picture, it's a story. Um, but Kendrick is a special artist, and it's just dope to see his progression and his elevation. Um, and uh, shout out to him, man, on a great career so far. No, what's next for Kendrick? It's been, it's been okay. Yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good, good career. He did eye for himself. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I, I hope Kendrick with uh, the whole PG, PG uh movement. Oh, PG Lang. Yeah. I think with with that, it's definitely going to be Kendrick. I think Kendrick's going to be outside more, and I don't mean like necessarily outside, outside. But you're going to see a lot more of him. He's going to be a lot more involved up front, like publicly with the artists that they're working on. I know him and Dave are more on the creative development of artists right now. But I, I think since Kendrick gave us this last album, which clearly, if you listen to the content, probably took a long time to write and get out. Mm-hmm. And now that it's out, I'm not saying he's fully healed or anything, but I think we, we're going to just see more of, of Kendrick doing Lucy's. He's going to hop up on features. Like I think now that Kendrick got uh, this out of him, yeah, I think he's in a better space launching with a new company. I just think he's going to be in a, a different creative revival place where we're going to see him on random like I, with the kids, I think he's going to hop up on features. I think we're just going to get freestyles. I think we might even get a new album soon. You think so? I, I think we're just going to see I much so. more of, of Kendrick than we ever have before. We yeah, have like that metaphor, metaphorical freedom from, you know, ending things with TDE. And I think now that he's representing himself, like you said, with Day Free, they're comfortable with just doing what they want and being the front man of whatever they're yeah. working on. Um, Kendrick Lamar, to me, is the perfect example of... You know, like I hate when, and I understand it, but I, I we got to get away from saying that rap is the most dangerous profession because I don't think it is. I think that we put a lot of bullshit into it and bring a lot of energy into rap that's unnecessary. But an artist as big as Kendrick, a rapper that's as big as Kendrick, I don't think Kendrick fears for his life being outside, walking around, being accessible. Like he was just in Harlem walking around. There's nothing but love for him, nothing but respect for him. Yeah, well, he all, I mean, he also dabbles in a different circle 
I know yeah, he's, he's he's from that circle, but I'm yeah, I think he, it's drastically different than some of the young kids. That I are, mean, this is a kid that's that strong. are rapping about their ops right now. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. are real, but, but that's but that's yeah. what I'm saying. When you put that energy into rap, yeah, and you put those lyrics into rap, and you bring the street shit into rap, that's when it becomes dangerous. But rap isn't the most dangerous profession. Like I, you know, we got to move away from that. As opposed to like coal mining or yeah, like offshore fishing. People that, in people that you know are, are, are cleaning the sides of these skyscrapers, like <laughs> window washers. Yeah, like that's to, that to me. I'm like, yo, that seems a little more dangerous than putting out an album. I'm just yeah. saying, like that to me. But um, salute to Kendrick, man. Hell of a career. I'm I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's gonna do with the uh, PG Lang uh, yeah. imprint. Um, the artist that he's gonna be bringing on board. I love the fact that he, uh, you know, he seemed as put his arm around Kodak and is uh, keeping him close because uh, I, I feel like Kodak is one of those special artists as well. It just needs to be around, like you said, the right energy, the right people. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man, salute to Kendrick. Salute and, to Good Kid, Mad City. And to TDE because I definitely Shouts a group. group yeah. ever. I definitely saw a few people from TDE going down memory lane. From 10 years ago, which was always cool to read on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded again about uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe originally had Lady Gaga on it. And sh- and that's why I really mm-hmm. fuck with TDE and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. You get a Lady Gaga feature and go, nah. bro, I think my hook is better yeah, and it, yeah. it fits with my shit better. Like, yeah. I'm not just going to do the name thing. Because mm-hmm. then at that time, Lady Gaga was probably the biggest artist, the biggest artist on yeah. earth. <laughs> yeah. So to be like, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Just kind of shows that you stick to your vision and, and clearly it paid off. Because- that leaked online. I think Lady Gaga leaked it because she was so pissed. And everyone was like, we kind of feel what, what he was saying. Yeah, we understand why you didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're arguing against your point right now, lady. And it happens. I understand the, the ego part of it. Lady Gaga's like, what? Y'all turned my hook down? Yeah. Like, you know it mean? changed the song completely. Like, it, it just yeah. wasn't... Different vibe. Work. I mean, the name of the song is Bitch Don't it. Kill My Vibe. So maybe she tried to kill it. it. Maybe he was talking to Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. No disrespect to Gaga. We're not calling Gaga mm. a bitch. Has but. anyone checked on Shireen in 10 years? Bruh. He yeah. put all her business on Front Street. <laughs> she ass. was burning. She was setting dudes up. Jesus her cousin Christ. was a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, shout we out got, to Shireen. We got some other uh some other news about uh music. Uh Drake and 21 Savage uh announced the joint album. Uh, name of the album is Her Loss coming this Friday mm-hmm. um, I was surprised by it but not really I understand it they do have some really really good songs together and do we know this is an album album or is this like an EP we're gonna get like five joints that they just put together uh, or is this more of a I'm, no, I'm thinking uh, what a time to be alive type of thing I'm, I, that but what? yeah I'm thinking this album okay. I think this is a full album full project uh, they do have some songs together that are really, really dope. Great chemistry. Um, 21 Savage has been on a, we talked about it, he's been on a run with his features and uh, his songs and shit like that. So, I mean, I understand it, but it just, it threw me off because I would have, me, I would have thought that we would have gotten maybe Drake in a little baby project before this. Ah. Uh. Or Drake and uh, what happened to the he's YOLO been, album? He's been working with, and of course, 21 Savage has been around longer, but he's been working with 21 for, for a, a long yeah. time now. Like, yeah. they have a real relationship that I think is probably outside of just the working relationship. That oh, no, they, 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 they're friends. They I don't know about Child in the Room, but I personally prefer this or that if he were to have done it with I, me, me, personally, I'm yeah. more excited Why? about this album than I was I for What a Time to Be I think really? I think yes. I've just loved the features more that he's done with Twenty One than he's done with Little Baby. I okay, I'm not mad at that. I I, I thought that you know I'm st- I'm still one of those 
guys just being fans, uh, a, a fan of the music, I'm still looking forward to the Yolo album with him and Ross. Okay. I think the records that him and Ross have together are fire. Oh yeah, I, I could put a playlist yeah, yeah. together of those songs and beat somebody in the verses with just oh, I, the Drake yeah. and Ross records. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was, you know, I'm, st- I'm, I still hope that's a thing. I still hope that's an album that we'll get. But um, this her loss album, I'm looking forward to it though because these two do have some really really dope records together. Jimmy Cooks, Knife Talks, uh, Sneaking, Mister Right Now. I just and anytime Twenty One Savage gets around like the rapper rappers and relax hip hop critics yes i think drake is a rapper rapper <laughs> it brings it brings the best absolutely a rapper rapper um it brings the best out of 21 like he keeps up with the rapper rappers when he gets in their realm so i'm really excited for this yeah this was this definitely um was a was a surprise like when i saw it in the text and i saw um i don't know who said that it said drake and 21 have a have an album coming together i was just like holy shit um, but today's yeah. Drake's birthday. Yes, oh, happy birthday! Is Drake's October's very own. Happy you, birthday to Drake! Did you send him a happy uh, Earth birthday birth <laughs> caption? Yeah, on his IG. Nah, some flowers. No, 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 no. I didn't, I, didn't send, I didn't send Drake any flowers. Giving him his flowers here. Happy mm. birthday, Drake! Um, you did, know. You, did you comment more life? Mm. <laughs> no, I played more life. Did you? <laughs> I just listened to it. Did you text him? Hey, we'll celebrate when you touch down in the city. Nah, I didn't. I didn't send Can't any. Can't wait of for that. you to be on the pod. Nah, didn't send him any of that. But I'm sending him well wishes Same. here publicly on on my platform. Happy birthday to Drake. Uh, I know he's somewhere doing some incredible shit tonight. If you can't find your girl tonight, she don't text back. Hey, listen, man, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what, I mean, what if he's just having a nice dinner at Sizzler's? Yeah, with his kids. No, Sizzler's. That's exactly where <laughs> one of the biggest artists in the world will be celebrating Sizzlers. his birthday. Yeah, you never know, Sizzlers. man. He might just be doing a bowling night. Yeah, just chill at the crib. You might just chill a little Netflix and chill. I get it. Yeah, I, I will say, I, 21 Savage uh, did his Freak Nick theme birthday. Mm-hmm. It looked cool, but I, I'm sorry, Doja. Doja won that versus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand you had Drake there and all that shit. Doja, she out-birthdayed you. I saw a video. I saw, <laughs> there were I two saw, good reasons that were better. I saw well, a women video always of, um, us, so. a video of, uh, and happy birthday to uh, 21 Savage. His birthday was the other day, right? Mm-hmm. The 22nd, a couple days ago. Yeah. Look at that. Um, you didn't go to the Freak Nick No, birthday? no. That that looked like somewhere. I saw a video of a Lotto. She had like a Coogee short set on. Yeah, oh, that's Jesus. I, I went and played Lotto after I saw that. I, went, <laughs> I said, you know, let me go put some numbers. Which number? <laughs> I was like, yeah. What's Lotto's favorite number? Yeah, I was like, you know what? Let me let me go and put some numbers in, man. Because uh, she looked great though. Uh, the Freak Nick, the Freak Nick theme was a uh, was classic, some legendary Atlanta shit. I thought that was dope. I don't really like the theme party shit, but if it's a Freak Nick theme, mm-hmm. I'm fucking with it. Um, well, yeah, I know you just looked at me crazy when I said I'm more excited for this than I was for what a time to be alive. That's a personal thing, just because. I, when Drake goes into Future's world, I don't particularly care for it. When he goes into Twenty One Savage's world, I like it. And when Twenty One Savage goes into his world, I like it. So yeah, okay. I just think this is going to be a better album. My per- really? my personal thoughts, I think, <laughs> off what they've done together and the type of sounds that they hop on together, and how Twenty One has been rapping lately, I think this is going to be better. I just do. <sighs> I could be completely wrong. It's just a, a. You think this is going to be better than What a Time? Yes. 
Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, my personal taste. You don't taste, really like that album, though. My personal taste. Yeah, I don't really. That's like true. That. Yeah, you, you don't, don't really like, like what a time, man. You don't either. I do. Oh, oh yeah, I, I do. I, I love said, that What shit. the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, no, I, I really thought that album was great. Yeah. No boo, no boo, no boo, no boo. Nah, hey. it's hard. <laughs> I see. We got some really big rings. That's a perfect example of what like this generation does. Like they take one, and we're gonna do some really big things. Like make it like it's like nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Really big rings. Yeah, like that record is hard. That album. All right. Why I don't like that album is because I think they went too much into future. If there could have been a balance of half Drake world and half future world, I would have been with it. It was all futures world. No. Like, have you heard future Digital do Dash, features on big rings live from the gutter? Thirty for thirty. Pla- plastic bags is probably more the only real Drake bag I think really at all, and that's because the breakdown at the end. Thirty for thirty doesn't count. It's just a Drake song. Change locations, um, Jumpman, Jersey, thirty for thirty. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, nah, he's not wrong. Yeah, they're all like very future. But I like which, it. which, by the way, I'm never fault someone for saying they love this album. It's one of those things that's a personal taste, but I can understand why people like it. It's just not my shit because it's too much future sound. I feel you. Now, so I love have you have you heard Future? Of course, featured on Drake's album when he's in Drake's world. Yeah, it sounds incredible. Sometimes he washes Drake. Yeah, I, I they just needed more forty in there. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mad. Well, I love think- I love Esco. I love all the beats that come from Future's camp. It's just too much of it, and I think they should have pulled back and let forty just hang. Okay, I'm gonna listen hang, to this album hanging tonight. in Peachtree a little I'm longer. I'm gonna let this. Album <laughs> I was gonna say, what makes you think he's not gonna just jump into just Twenty One Savage's sound? Because Twenty One has been been jumping into more of the rapper mm-hmm. bag lately. Like mm-hmm. on Cole's album, uh, he was rapping. rapping. Is Jimmy yeah. Cooks more of a Drake or Twenty One World? Well, the, the, uh, do you think <laughs> Give me a Jimmy Eats and a Jimmy? <laughs> do you think, do you think yeah. this album started the way What a Time did? Because apparently, What a Time started with like two or three records, and then they just ended up banging out like the rest of them and i think the last one they recorded was jump man for this like mm-hmm. the idea was to go in this to do two or three songs and they came out with this do you think that happened with the jimmy cook session oh no this was definitely uh way planned this, oh, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. they had joints just sitting and they just probably figured like you listen let's just put a let's put something Especially after no the last I, album I, I think it was yeah. part of and we even discussed when uh because if the, they, if the album is coming Friday, this uh, this shit been they, these songs been, done. been oh yeah, yeah. For sure. these, these records been done for this a while. this was definitely planned to all the way down to the honestly never mind shit. They ended that purposely. I don't think because Jimmy Cooks was so fire and it was at the end of Honestly Never Mind, they were just like, oh, we should do an album. No, nah, that was planned to be the next installment after the dance joint. Right. So I'm looking I, forward I to it, man. Is- I it's anytime you tell me Drake got something coming and 21 Savage with the run that he's been on, I'm definitely looking forward to this project. Like I said, you give me three more Jimmy Cooks, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, all right, this shit is hard. So her loss this Friday. Uh, another album coming this Friday, A uh, Division. Mm-hmm. Working on my karma. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guys, Daniel. Shout out to 85. Uh, definitely looking forward to this project. I feel like this is something that they've been working on for a long time. Something that they've been... Uh, shout out to Jermaine Dupree. Shout out to uh, B. Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, something that they've been working on like real, real intensively. Yeah. Like, they've been taking their time with these records. They've been living with them, letting people, you know, Sit with them and give feedback. So I'm 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 happy that the guys finally get their release date this Friday. Working on my karma. Shout out to Division. Do you feel like when you guys were on that video set, you guys were working on your karma or uh, maybe working against it? 
definitely working against me. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna talk to Daniel about this. This title, like, fam. <laughs> it's very much. I love the title, but it's very much a uh, ain't shit type of thing. Yo, I'm oh, sorry. of course. Yo, God's still working on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, my, it's definitely a, <laughs> my story is I'm not still, my journey. I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it, Daniel. Don't judge me on my past transgressions. But I am right, exactly. But uh, shout out to them because I am looking forward to this. This pro. I didn't hear. I think I may have heard maybe two more songs. Yeah. So I didn't hear a lot of the album. So I mean, I've I've heard a lot, and what I heard, I loved. I don't know what's going to be on the album and what's not, mm-hmm. but every time I've been in a session, it, it sounds incredible. Yeah. So I'm excited, and and we need some some real traditional R and B. Yeah. Going into the end of the year. Anytime you got JD and, and B Cox in the studio with you, and you Jagged Edge, and it's like, okay, y'all, y'all, this is some R and B shit for sure. This is definitely some R and B shit. Working on my Karma Division available this Friday. Do you guys not find it odd that? There are two OVO releases coming this Friday, the Drake release and the Division release. Do you think that that has anything to do with? I don't think it was planned. Uh, I don't think it was planned. And it's it's two totally different genres. Yeah. But I they're mean, a small label. Stacking releases like that is usually a no-no. Yeah, but I mean, it, to, uh, to me. It's still I, universal at the end of the day, right? If, if, I'm, if I'm Division, I'm not mad at it, though, because I always believe that like, if the, one of the biggest artists in the world is dropping on iTunes and or whatever DSPs like, and you drop the same day. It's like your shit is. People are there to download albums. If your shit is there, it's like okay, like we're gonna stumble. All right, some people people might just stumble upon this album. Like, oh, this was this was dope. I don't know because remember when people said when uh, when Joey Badass didn't move his album on purpose because of things happening. You know when Drake had dropped. You um, don't think that's almost? I mean, even though they're different genres in terms of division, yeah, then you still think that kind of hurts. But also you have they, to think at least first it's week. The, it's yeah. just the being that being that the division is this is R and B. It is it is different. It's just it's um, a difference. And I think after the whack part will be that division might not be able to d- debut at number one. I mean, that's a big whack part though. But but they still but, could with R and B. I don't think. I mean, R and B. But 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 this is like I, I don't know, man. I just think if a good album, the biggest artist in the world, one of the biggest artists in the world, drops. My album is right there right too. There. The only thing that, that does suck with that though is is word of mouth has turned into social media and timeline and everything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it even though you're right next to them, when the whole timeline, no matter it's what exactly social media app you want to use, when the whole timeline is on Drake in 21, yeah. you may kind of miss that big push that does have everyone for the rest of the weekend going to that album. So yeah, I get it. it that can get a little tricky. But I, I think they'll be fine. I don't really care about first week. What you did your second week? I see. I completely agree with you there. But because yeah, um, who's who's, who's still listening you, to your project? Yeah, like who's still listening? Like who? What did you do your second week? So I get it. You know, the, the debut week is a big week for it, it's, it's more ego shit. Even, even the shit that the video you were in, thing. division as an example. <clears throat> I don't think very much shit dropped, and when you guys put that record and video out, it became the entire timeline conversation. So mm-hmm. it got an insane amount of views because everyone wanted to listen to what everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes can get hindered when two of the biggest artists are about to do a joint album together. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I understand it. It does take some of the light away. But I, like I said, let, let me let me see what yeah. you did your second week. Even though I'm pretty sure Drake and 21 will be more than fine their second well, week. Well, I'm just hoping he does, if I'm Daniel in 85, I just hope that Drake does two IG posts that day. Yeah. Oh no! Now, hey, no, everyone's gonna be looking yeah. at your now, IG, wait. especially yeah, no, today. Now that can you throw? Us your- <laughs> yeah, no. If now, if, which I if, think Drake will do. Of but. course, of course. I think I think Drake will definitely support Division and, and let everybody know that their their album is available. <laughs> 
we were talking about number ones with Drake, 21, Division, etc. I think Taylor Swift's third week numbers might be number one. <laughs> Her first week I don't, I don't think a number one is, is in sight. <laughs> Taylor Swift has the biggest album debut of all time on Spotify with her Midnight's project, 184.7 million. And streams. that's that's sales. That's not streams. Set, wait, what? No, I, I feel like she would do a billion streams then. This is just Spotify. Oh, God. Just Spotify. I, listen, numbers at this point, it's like the same thing as far as like what the dollar's worth. I don't, I don't know. We know how much it's you It's just love. like currents. Like, what is currency at this point? Yeah. It's all just a number on a fucking screen. So, I mean, congrats to her. That, that's incredible. I know she's been going through some some business uh, issues with Scooter Braun and her catalog and everything. So, yeah. I, I It's good to see her back in a space where she can put out her music yeah. and uh, be rewarded for it. And those numbers are absolutely insane. 184.7 million of anything is crazy to think that somebody is streaming your album that many times. Y'all seen that seen number three though, right? Yeah. I, un, ver, un verano senti. Yeah. The bunny. Drake's on here twice. Yeah. Don at number seven. <laughs> it's interesting what's on here. Taylor's also on here twice. The mm-hmm. Folklore is hers. All right, I'm going to sound ignorant. What is Beer Bongs and Bentley's? That is uh, Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh, that's Post Malone's shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That was the name of his album? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, see how much I know. <laughs> Not the recent one. The, yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew it wasn't bugging. Um, well, yeah, congrats to Taylor Swift. Uh, did you guys watch the playlist on Netflix yet? No. It's a show about Spotify. It's, it's like their version of Social Network. It's, it's the Spotify story, scripted series. Um, it's in Swedish, overdubbed with English. Nice. Uh, I love those. Yeah. I have to read everything. Listen, I preferred. Everyone told me I was very uncultured for watching Squid Game in English. I'm like, bro, I'm not sitting there and reading. It's <laughs> like, like I remember when my mother made me watch Passion of Christ, and I and it was all with subtitles. I was like, mom, I'm at like a sixth grade reading level right now. I'm a very, I'm a very subs over dubs guy. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? It's just I feel like the English dubs have always been so awkward. Uh, this one is isn't as awkward. Yeah, but it's not like Squid Game awkward. Yeah, cause, but you yeah. can definitely tell. <laughs> That it's it's a bit off. Like the and translation's can, a little weird. Sometimes. And you can see the words that in Swedish and English are kind of similar, like every now and then. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, we share a word. <laughs> um, but the playlist is a really, really, really good series. Mm. Yeah, I'll be I'm honest. Reading the, uh, reading the release on it. Netflix released a new limited series, the playlist chronic, chronicling the early days of Spotify. The Swedish chronic. production. Right. The Swedish production directed by Per Olaf Sp- Sorensen, Sorensen, Sorensen. I feel like that was a great attempt. And based on Sven Carlson's book, Spotify Untold. Um, Spotify was one of the few out of like the major tech companies stories that I really didn't know much about. Obviously, mm. I know who the founder was, but it, it was very interesting. A very, very interesting story. Um, not so much like as far as Steve Jobs, Apple story, the Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook one. It, it definitely is a drastically different story i feel like um so i gotta I, I check it out definitely would recommend it um and it, it certainly is a good example of everything really being tech like spotify which we knew already but in the creation of it and the goals of it you mm. truly see that we are just surrounded by tech companies that happen to have creative shit around it <laughs> like music is just it's not a music company yeah it's a tech company so all right, I'm gonna add that to the list of uh of shit to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched uh the season finale of uh Raising Canaan. Oh, uh, really good season, man. 
Mm-hmm. It was a really good season. It kind of, it wasn't as, it, the pace was a little different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as, it didn't move as quick as uh, season one did, but I was really, really like, okay, I'm not mad at Raising Canaan. I think that's a really, really good show. Um, I like the storyline. I like where it's going. Um, and season three looks like it's going to be interesting now that everything unfolded the way it did at the last, uh, on the last episode, episode 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to, uh, shout out to 50, shout out to everyone involved with Raising Canaan. I, uh, I only watched season one. I haven't gotten to season two yet. It is, it is on my, my list. Shout out to has Joey he, Badass. He did a great job acting. Has he met Ghost yet? Has he met Tommy yet? Has, has anyone from Power showed up? Um, maybe, maybe I could see what certain characters might be those guys. Like maybe. Well, no, there should be a real ghost, though, no? Like, hey, that's Ghost. <laughs> hey, that's James. Because <laughs> he's Kanan. I, I, but I, I don't think he met them yet. Oh, that's what think, I'm saying. Yeah, they, I'm not. No, nah, they got to be actual real characters. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it is. But not, I guess not yet. So season three, we'll see. Uh, mm. I think I think it's going to be um, interesting. I love the storyline. I love where it's going. Um, and it's dope. Uh, I like it. Shout out to 50. They did a good job. I'm not sure where the whole everything happens now because he's no longer with uh, Stars. Yeah. So uh, you know it's gonna be some be changes. I'm, I'm sure they've used the same production company already, yeah. so it's it's not gonna be that drastic of a switch. I am curious to see how petty Fifty is because there was always the rumor. Of course, it's not real; it's a TV show that Kanan had fucked Tasha, and that maybe Tariq was Fifty's son. And yeah, I think regardless, just because Fifty is who he is, he's definitely gonna beat. He's definitely gonna fuck Tasha in season three at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a really good season, though. I really liked it. I was surprised that I I, I liked it. Um, it took me a while to watch season one. Mm. I didn't watch it while it was like really airing. I went back and just kind of binged it. I was like, okay, this is dope. And I kind of I did the same thing with uh, season two. I just watched uh, like a bunch of episodes last weekend, caught up to it, and then watched the last two this week. So shout out to Raising Canis again. Shout out to Joey Badass. He did a great job. Really, really dope job. Good actor. He definitely has a career uh, in acting for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of New York, uh, all right, Yankees, right? Thanks. That's why I'm wearing this Mets hat today. Thanks, I'm the pissed Yankees. Off. Pissed off at the is, Yankees, yeah. man. We had a great fucking season. Aaron Judge had arguably the greatest season uh, in history yeah. uh, for any player, especially going into free agency. It's like you can't even write that to have a season like that going into free agency. It's like now you get to sign your own check, whatever you want to give it to you. I just thought that we would have. Uh, we would have capped it off with a ring. We haven't won a ring in 13 years. I haven't been to the World Series since 09, I want to say. Yeah, yep. But me. then again, I feel like I was so spoiled as a kid being a Yankees fan. Were. Like, I'm so used to that, that should I be sitting here complaining this fucking much? I mean, I think yes. I, I've liked Aaron Boone. Um, I think it is probably time, though. For Aaron Boone to go. I don't, yeah. don't want to blame. I think, I think we still haven't, we haven't fully addressed our pitching. I don't think we've really addressed mm-hmm. the pitching problems that we have. So I'm not, Excuse me, I can't put that on Aaron Boone, but um, I understand why it falls on him. He is the manager, so you kind of like, you know, yeah. you got to look at him. But, you know, just being fair, Aaron Judge didn't, he didn't do much in the uh, in the playoffs. No. Especially against the Astros. He, he really didn't do much. But uh, but the Astros, that's a, that's a really, really, really good team, though. But not to, we shouldn't be swept. We shouldn't be swept. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Ain't we, that fucking good. We, yeah, we shouldn't have been swept. That's that's embarrassing, but that Houston Astros team is really good. That's one of the best teams I've seen in a in a long time, just from top to bottom. They're a really yeah. good team. Uh, Dusty Baker is a, is an amazing manager. I'm happy he's going to the World Series. Hopes I hope they win. I hope mm. Dusty Baker gets his first 
a World Series ring. Um, but the Yankees shouldn't have got swept. And Aaron Judge, he played like shit. Um, the pitching was was terrible. It's just you know. But we have to keep him. I say all I to say. Whatever Aaron Judge asked oh, no, for, for sure. in free agency, the Yankees better sign the check, send it to him, because Listen, we cannot man. afford to lose Aaron Judge. I mean, he's probably the reason we even made it to the playoffs and had the season we had. But uh, we do need pitching. We do need to address our pitching. We got to get some some better pitching. And um, again, I think it starts though. We have to sign. We have to handle business first. Give Aaron Judge the fucking money. If if George was alive, we would have Aaron Judge, Aaron and, Judge would and, have been and Bryce and Bryce Harper. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Judge would have been signed. It would have been Bryce and Aaron April. chilling. Aaron Judge would have had his extension in April if <laughs> yeah. if the boss was still here. You could say what you want about George Steinbrenner, man. He made shit happen, and he paid he, for oh, it. Oh man, he opened that checkbook. No, listen, he paid out his personal account. Don't worry about it. What you want? No expense ego. was spared with George. Oh, no. His ego, well, he would not let the Yankees stink. There's no way. We I just want to win. say, I feel like Yankee fans have gone to the level of delusion as far as Knicks fans because... No, no, no. No, no way. I, I, no, that's, no. That's we have. Your, because when we, we have were the, the Bronx to match Brewery, our ego. Remember we were down really bad? And then we were just like, look, <laughs> one home no, run, that's, that's it's not over. Knicks fan. Knicks fan delusion, which I, I suffer from, I can tell you my Yankees delusion. It's not even in the same part of the brain. Knicks fans. I think, I think Yankee fans. I think we're very, very close to getting to cowboy okay. delusion. Ooh. That's it. Yeah. That, okay. That's where I, I think that. we're at because you know we had such an amazing history. Even though I think the Yankees have had a far better history than the Dallas Cowboys. One hundred percent. We are getting into that arrogant. Like we still think we're America's we team, and we haven't end. done shit in a really long time. Yeah. yeah. Knicks delusion is bro. That's that's like actual. <laughs> Put me in the loony bin delusion. The, but the Yankees, Yankees one is very arrogant. The Yankees get there. They just don't finish. They don't win. Yeah, yeah. the Yankees Which is are always in the playoffs. Cowboys level. Um, yeah. For the most part, they're always in the playoffs. We actively try to put a team together. Yeah. The Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks are just... Although just I will tank. say, the Knicks do look good this season. Yeah. So, they were fun to watch last season. Yeah, they do look good. Uh, Jalen Brunson, he looks good. Uh, RJ Barrett, looks he looks better. Like He worked on his game. Uh, I love the fact that uh, they're playing Cam Reddish. I always thought he was talented. Mm. Love to see him playing that second unit with Emmanuel Quickly and Obi. I was about to say Obi look good. Their man. chemistry is 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 really dope. Um, so yeah, man. Hopefully the Knicks could kind of keep this keep keep the uh, keep the energy rolling. They're one and one. I know it's early, but they they look good. Even in their their, their <laughs> first loss of the season in Memphis, they look good. In yeah, the they game. looked good. They lost just... in overtime, but they look good. They look like they're competing. Yeah. Um. And I think it started honestly. It's 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 the point guard, Jalen Brunson. I think that it starts there. It's important in the game, the way the game is played now. You have to have a point guard that can shoot the ball. Mm. And Jalen Brunson can shoot the ball. He can get to the hoop. His IQ. He plays smart. He doesn't make any a lot of mistakes. Um. And I I think that was the the gaping. The gaping hole. <laughs> Why did you point at Julian? For those listening to the audio experience, yeah, we all look at, at Julian. Julian. Yeah, you know, anytime you hear gaping, you got to look at Julian. Well, pause. It's well, not. No. It's oh, not in regard oh, to Julian. Yeah, not it's his yeah. preference. He's not in women. Yeah, he he finds the gapers. He finds the holes. He's yes. like a good running back. Hey. Um, <laughs> wait, we just. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, shout out to the Knicks. Uh, my Lakers. <sighs> Listen, man. Bums. Listen, let me let me just say hey. this. I'm not putting it on Russell Westbrook. Bums. Let me just say that. I'm not. Does Laker delusion exist yet? Yes. 100%. Well, not for it's me. been there for a little while. Not for yeah, me. That, that bubble ring. No, no, not for me. Because yeah. Laker delusion would be me saying like, yo, we're going to win it this year. No. 
I don't think anyone the, thinks that at all. Laker, but no, there's some Laker <laughs> even guys, the delusional you, people. There's you, some Laker fans who feel like this team is going to compete. You might get one Bignana. Yeah, this is this is Bignana. this, this Laker team is is not going. They're not going to compete in L. A. Yeah, and there's only two teams. Yeah, this this team is really bad. And it's crazy to say that with a guy like LeBron on the team, that the God. team is really bad. And a guy like AD. And a guy like Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy that I say that. But it just doesn't It doesn't fit. I, I'm not blaming Russell Westbrook. I saw what Russell Westbrook looked like when he was in Washington with Bradley Bill. He still was playing at a very high level. He averaged a triple-double that season. I think that this system is just not for Russell Westbrook. I think he had to, we have to trade him. Uh, I think that Anthony Davis has to take some of the blame. For uh, the Lakers not being uh, where they're supposed to be, I don't. Mm. I don't feel like Anthony Davis has produced as much as he should. Granted, he's been hurt, um, so it's not totally his fault, but it is what it is. If you're hurt, you're not producing. But even when he's not hurt, in the first two games, he didn't have any assists. That's just weird to me. That you know, a guy with the, the talent of AD and the guy that has the ball as much as AD does, that he doesn't have a single assist in two games. Um. The system. I don't know what offense they're trying to. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook should should have ever even oh happened. Oh my god! Yeah. I think. I think Patrick Beverly is 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 a is a good player. I think he's you know he's he's serviceable serviceable, but I don't think he's the starting point guard for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I just. I that's just me. I don't think Patrick Beverly is the starting point guard. He should be the starting point guard for the Lakers. I just don't like the fact that everybody's putting on Russ. He took a bad shot last night. He should have held the ball. They was up one with 30 seconds. I get it. But when you're as aggressive as Russell has been his whole life and uh, play at the pace and, you know, it's like he's wide open. I know sometimes you're wide open because the team doesn't feel like you're going to make it. But you know, you, I, I understand why he. Took it wasn't the shot. a respectable uh, open shot. Yeah, it, <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it wasn't it, he was open for. It wasn't because the screen went well. Yeah, <laughs> if he would have made the shot, they'd be like, "Fuck it, we'll live with it." You know what <laughs> I mean? But I just, I'm not gonna. I can't blame it on Russ because I know Russ is still uh, one of the one of the uh, best players at his position in the league. I just think he's in the wrong system with the wrong pieces around him to showcase his game. Um, and then he has to be honest with you, Russ. Russ, you got to slow down a little bit. You're playing at a speed that's just like sometimes you're moving way too fucking fast. But um, again, I saw what you looked like in 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 Washington with Bradley Bill. I don't know why uh they didn't resign Russ because they they really did look good together. But we got to make a trade, man. I, I say move AD while he still has a uh, value. Um, we could probably still get some pieces mm-hmm. for Anthony Davis right now. We can't trade Russ. Nobody's gonna take Russ right now. They're not. Oh, the, the, no, the Knicks would max him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Knicks, the Knicks would give him the keys to the city. The Knicks would definitely give Russ the keys to the city right now. But I think we got to try to try to try to move AD while we can still get some pieces for him. He still has uh, some value uh, on the market. But um, we can't we can't we can't go much further into the season with this roster. We mm. can't because it's going to get really, really bad. We're going to look up and be like one in 11 or some crazy shit. And um, yeah, we got we got to try to put something together quick. I don't know what the front office is doing, but LeBron needs uh he needs some help. He needs some better pieces. We need some point guards that can shoot. I know I heard that they're trying to they're looking at Terry Rozier and uh somebody else. I think the, and the Ricky, Ricky Rose, I believe <laughs> they're looking at uh Terry Rozier. I like Terry Rozier. I don't know if he's the answer, but I like his I like his game. But yeah, man, it's gonna be a long year either way. I look at it for my Lakers. Um, you know. Again, prayers to Russell Westbrook, man, because he's 
They just they they it's, they, they just put are sad man because they just putting they putting too much of the blame on Russ and I don't I don't agree with that I can't I can't just put all of the blame on Russ because again the first game he looked good he looked good the first game he had like, like nineteen points seven assists seven for twelve shooting or some shit like hey, he looked good mm. I just think that you know it's 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 too much it's too far gone it's too much embedded in his head he's thinking way too much um, every time he walks through the tunnel the fans are calling him a bum he's ready to fight the fans. It's just it's just too much. It's time for him. It's time for him to try to leave LA. I okay, know he that, wants to be home. He wants to play in LA, but it's just not working. That was the perfect example of like I feel real world versus the internet. Like it was a metaphor. Someone yelled that Russell shit, like, oh you bum, you piece of shit. And then he came back out and he was like, What did you say? Right. Crickets. I didn't say a word. Crickets. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah. And I get it. I understand as fans, you feel like, you know, but you, yeah, these yeah. are these are these are grown men. These are, you know. No, no. I fans say what the fuck you want to say. Just but say when he when comes back out, say it again. Say it again. Yeah. yeah. And I'm again. not saying that he should then hit him or anything like that, but I where's just like not only is there no more bravado in your voice, you didn't even say it again. Yeah, you didn't say anything. <laughs> you didn't say like, come on, man, you stinking it up. Say something. Yeah. Like, hey, He's let's just, let's have a dialogue. Yeah, Russ. What, like, what do we need to do to get back? Like <laughs> We're on the same team. Yeah. Um He goes, Come on, baby, we need you. Oh God. That's what he said. Oh, that was his response. Like That's what, when, Russ, when, said, when Russ came back out, I goes, "What'd you say?" And he goes, "Come on, baby." Oh, I didn't even hear that. I, I heard nothing. I yeah, just thought same. it was crickets. First of all, saying you suck, says saying you suck ass, and then following up, "Well, come on, baby, we need you." <laughs> that was like my AMA. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a weird relationship. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. But again, I don't want to put too much blame on Russ. Uh, he, you know, he he isn't playing well, but. I'm not putting all the blame on Russ. I Anthony think, Davis has to play better. I just um, feel like there should be some type of agreed upon like celebrity deathmatch situation where if some players are okay with it and some fans are okay with it, everyone can sign a waiver and after the game, we get just a Royal Rumble. It's like a professional mouse <laughs> at the palace. Yeah. Oh, shit. Everyone signs a waiver if you're into it and let's go fucking nuts. Then I think a lot of people would shut up because they'd say, well, sign that waiver, big boy. Yeah, big, big boy. boy. I was trying to quote. Uh, <laughs> what did Mike Tyson say? Sign the contract. Who was he talking to? I can't. It's remember. It's fine. I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> Lennox Lewis, I think. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, sign the contract, big boy. Yeah. I just feel like there needs with with everything that Triller did. We need to just get more into internet and fans being able to fight. Yeah, I'm with you. In a controlled setting, no one's gonna really actually get hurt. But yeah, let's no. let's let's blow some steam. Yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just lock in in the locker room together. Let's go toe to toe. Be fine. The Giants are six and one. Because then I just think people would 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 step a little differently and talk a little differently when the option is there's a legal way that we can go do this. Yeah, we right? can legally like fight. If yeah, we, we now have an option because everyone's be like, oh, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Get arrested. Cut all that shit. No, there's no. a way right here. Yeah. Yeah, just, just sign this and like there should be an app like yeah. we, I could send you the contract and we could just both hit it you can e-sign e- right now yeah. and then we could fight just check yeah. this box yeah that's all check this box because then me. you're gonna look and then nuts. check this out like, not, then, yeah. then you'll look nuts to the fucking <laughs> check these hands. reddit internet streets when someone's saying alright I see that you're continuing to talk how about you sign this and like, right. nah, I don't want to do that alright well then shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> well what if their feelings are hurt well listen I'm an emotional guy ah okay the Giants are six and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see this happening. I'll be honest. I thought they was gonna one after they won the first game. I said, yeah, they probably lose out the rest of the season. But they're six and one. Yep. They're playing great. Saquon Barkley looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Giants. Uh, the Jets are, are five and two. Crazy. Definitely didn't see that happening. Uh, but shout out to the Jets. 
See that, and this would be Nick's delusion. I would then take the success of other New York teams and be like, look, it's something in the air. It's our year. It's our year for all of us. For sure. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, sure. I might, might be there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, if the, if the Jets, the Giants, and the Knicks make the playoffs. Come on. Uh, see, look, see? look what you did. I'm just saying, it, it's not impossible. The Knicks made the playoffs, what, two years ago? Yeah. The last, oh, yeah, two years yeah, ago. It's not far uh, the, What scares me, the Giants look great. They're fun to watch. They're just giving me amazing season losing the first round vibes. Yep. The Giants? Yes. Really? Yeah. I, I, it's all matchups. Depending on who they play. Yeah. Depending on who they play. The Jets well, are definitely either way, me the, the NFC East, first round. The <laughs> NFC East is going to be fun to watch regardless the whole season. Because obviously Philly's balling. Cowboys are balling. Giants. Like, it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, the commanders are, you know, the commanding, <laughs> whatever their name is now. They're commanding the football, yeah, the commanding, the Washington. They're football commanding team. and demanding. No, they're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, um, they're three and four. They're not demanding anything. But hey, man, even listen, even Geno Smith is balling. May not be with the Jets, but he's playing good. Uh, Tom Brady. I think it may be time, man. It is. I think it. I think it may be time. I think. I think Tom is he's finally come to that point where it might be time to say this is the last year. Um did he say that already? Did he say this was the last year? No, he no, actually said no. he's, he's committing yeah, to more. He said last week uh there'll be no retirement anytime soon. Okay. Well, here's the thing though, like when all those rumors of of the marriage breaking up and everything, that's whatever. That's none of our business. But if that is true, it must suck to make that decision to go back and choose football over your family, which I respect. Do the man thing, um, <laughs> but then you lose. Like going back home yeah, must be. Lose, yeah, you lose. Back. Your, your yeah, wife you is just gonna win. look at you. You, oh, you know when a woman looks at you like this. <sighs> like I tried to. Look I what tried you, to save you. Look from what this. you chose. Look at you now. Yeah, yeah. Look at you now. <laughs> but Him and listen, Aaron man. Rogers. Kids can raise themselves. We got jerseys to sew. Um, <laughs> 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 fuck them kids. Damn. Well, I mean, listen, man. Tom Brady's been a hell of a career. Still the greatest quarterback ever to play the game, in my opinion. Um, but I think he may have played a year, one year too many, in my opinion. So, I mean, uh, but then again, it's Tom Brady. He can, can go on to win out the rest of the games for the season. And yeah, you know what I mean, like I don't want to count him out yet. But he, he, he but you can't say one year too late when when you just win the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I, you can't. I, get it. I mean, I. I feel like only John Elway is the only one that really got that. Off. I was going to say the Elway route. It's so not common, but would you have more respect if he went out on top? Cause then we could just have the speculation. What if he came back? Like it would be honorable. Well, no, if Brady retired this past year, I would get it. Yeah, of course you fucking, you proved that you could win without Belichick. You could prove you win when you're fucking 45 years old. There's not much left to prove. You know, Tom Brady doesn't have anything left to prove. He's- I mean, if you need to prove to your wife that, you know, you're not cheating. I understand, <laughs> but he doesn't have anything left to prove mm-hmm. on the football field. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's the greatest quarterback ever. Um, but I just think that, you know, this year so far, it looks like it's just not going to end well. It's not going to end in Tom Brady fashion. Um, I definitely don't want him to not make Bro, the playoffs. They still have a squad and it's still Tom Brady. So <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still Tom Brady. They, they, they have a, they have a team. And as long as you got Tom Brady on, on your team, you got a, you got a, a legit shot at success. So, well, we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, so yeah, man, we'll be doing for the week. You know, this and that. Tickets yeah. on sale now. NewWarriorMall.com. We're in London, November fifth. We're getting yeah. ready for that trip. Getting ready for that trip next week. We out of here. Um, damn, it's 
almost November already. It's next week. It. Are you guys yeah. dressing up this week? Halloween? Yeah. Uh, Come on. I didn't think about it. I didn't. Uh, I got in the spirit. I can't remember the last time I dressed up. For Halloween or yeah. just in general? <laughs> Both. <laughs> we could put Rory in like the fighting Irish mascot costume. No, go. I take it back. The last time I dressed up for Halloween was for uh, Lenny S and Lala's party like years and years ago. And I didn't have shit and I wasn't planning on going. I had, a, I had a Queensbridge uh, basketball tournament jersey. And I was like, oh, you know, fuck it. I'll just throw this on. And that's player. from the Prodigy video. Oh. And then it went on the internet and said, Look at this racist piece of shit and wow, blackface. What? I'm like, I didn't have any blackface on. Blackface. It, just, it was just a Queensbridge jersey. Blackface because you had a Queensbridge jersey on. <laughs> they're like, that is your. They're like, face. read the room. Or I'm like, I did. I just like the jersey. I, I don't just know. Like basketball. Like, what's the problem? Um, I, yeah, was, I didn't think about. I didn't think about dressing up though. I'm gonna be uh, Lilo and Stitch with my girl. Yeah, you told us because you're Samoan. You can guess which one is which. Oh. You're Lilo. No, I'm Stitch. How dare you? Because you're Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was trying to brush dressed over that. that. The last time I dressed up for Halloween, yeah, I was I was I was very young. I probably no was way. like fifteen. What were you? I was. I think was I was like the fifties. I think I like that's when everybody was still and they're still on it. The dead presidents just face you. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. White, white face. Yeah, yeah, white face. White face. Yeah. White face. You know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, we we did that. Like a bunch of us did that and, and terrorized. Then actually went out and robbed. We terrorized which the president. Grand Concourse. <laughs> we terrorized the Grand Concourse. Which president were you? Which president? Yeah. Uh, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I was Lincoln. <laughs> Terrorized the Grand Concourse. Out four. of everyone in the movie Dead Presidents and in that robbery, who do you think you would have been? Um, probably Lorenz Tate. I would say. Of course, you'd be the main character. That yeah, you know, Mom. I'm not. I don't do drugs, so I can't be Chris Tucker. I'm, mm. I'm not gonna OD on a toilet in a bathroom in the Bronx. <laughs> like, gonna, first I'm of not, all. <laughs> Lorenz State was in court and granted I have no idea what it would like to be sentenced to life in prison but he murdered like seven cops destroyed blew up a fucking Brinks truck and the judge said life and he was like life what the fuck <laughs> you're, you're gonna put me away you murdered like seven cops bro you're but, going to jail for life but at the, like, it was, look what I did for this country you just murdered mad cops but man. it was a deeper story it was because yeah, I went forth for this country. I got oh, PTSD. No, I, I know. I, I, came back home, couldn't get a job, couldn't support my family. I tried to do what I had to do to get money to support my family. Like PTSD, I understand. They, yeah, they, look how yeah, you can't warriors. kill seven oh. cops. That's not no. What well, no, right? I mean, yeah, you cannot yeah. kill seven, <laughs> kill seven cops. cops. I agree. I know what the entire part looking, of he Vietnam was, looking at was it part like, of that. I went and fought for this country and got mentally fucked up. Like I had to kill over there, and it was okay because mm. I'm killing. But it, like, kill at that point, killing is killing. Like right. I was programmed. I became a killer because I was serving this country. I never killed nobody before I went and served. Went over there, was killing, lost my mind. Come back home. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to have a job. I can't get no work. I can't. It's like, I'm a fucking veteran. I fought for this country. Y'all should take care of me when I come back home. I mean, you can get into that psychological shit, and I, I agree with you, but it really was because his baby mother was fucking a pimp, and he had more money. So he went and robbed a, a bank. It, like, you could put what you want on the yeah. Vietnam, PTSD, you know, all that, what, yeah, he went what, crazy. what the country owes our veterans, and just kicked them to the curb, got them hooked on drugs. At the end of the day, he saw a pimp with more money and right. groceries for his daughter, and right. was like, I have to rob a bank. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really the pimp's fault at the end of the day. Yeah, no, he, he did lose his mind. Like, he went... All the way over the edge once Cuddy put that gun in his mouth and said, Suck it, nigga. Whoa. <laughs> Can we start the episode with that? Yeah, I'm gonna start with that one. No, he Suck was, it, nigga. 
he went. <laughs> Let's move down to the front. I was yo, like, his yo. Man, his manhood was so hurt after Cuddy caught him in the staircase. He went and fucked his baby mother's sister. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, he always, you know he always wanted to hit that. He went to a Black Panther rally, not for the Black Panther. was like, well, she's there. Yeah. I'll go see what she's talking about. Uh-huh. One of my favorite movies, Dead Presidents. Um, so, yeah, that was the last time I dressed up was Dead Presidents. Um, Y'all threw some ideas at me as what I should be for this Halloween. I don't know. We'll see if we can make it We can, we can do a poll on our socials and see yeah. what people think. Yeah. Let's do a poll. I don't know say. if you want to trust the internet in a poll on what you would have to wear. For I'm not going to. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. not like I'm saying it. Whatever you guys say, I'm going to do it. Yeah. No. Let's just see what they come up with. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll be back in a few days. Uh, I don't have no plans for the week. Probably just chill. Mm. We're about to go get uh, motivated by LaRussell in person. You know he's about. Oh to, yes. You know he's about to wrap. Shout some, out to LaRussell. Some introspective shit about Go what we need guy. to be doing with Go our lives. Go see my guy LaRussell. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll be we'll be back in a couple of days. Y'all be safe. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No warrior man. Hey, you United Kingdomonians, you blokes and blokettes. This is Rory and Maul, and we are coming to London's Earth Theater November fifth. Rory. Yes. First time across the pond for me. I'm excited. Uh, yes, I'm excited too. For, not first time across the pond. First time going across the pond and people were actually waiting to see me. Yes, first time with a work visa. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will be at the Earth Theater November 5th in London. Looking forward to it. Hope to see you all soon. Get your tickets now. If not, it's going to be a fucking piss fest when we get there. We're going nuts. <laughs> <laughs>